April 10th, 2016. Your host this, uh, this week, myself, Lee, and Andrew is joining me. What's up? Krista's also in the room, who also enjoyed WrestleMania, I'm sure. Uh, we got Star Wars on in the background. It's Sunday morning. It's early. I got kind of like a headache. So yeah, everything's... everything's uh, we're good. Let's just talk about wrestling, shall we? Uh, so, of course, WrestleMania 32 was last Sunday. We, we all gathered here in the basement to watch it. All like six and a half hours of it, or whatever it was. It was a long show. It was it, it was, was the longest long show, show. I, I think actually on record. It was the longest WrestleMania. Um, it took place in Dallas, Texas, at the AT and T Stadium. Uh, before before we talk about the show proper, uh, we should mention that they were having huge issues getting people into the the venue. Uh, apparently, the Wi Fi died. They could not scan tickets. People were lined up. Like apparently, that's like a known thing. Like you go there for football games, you're in line for like 15 minutes getting into that place. Yeah. it's so huge. It's understandable. Uh, but the, when when the event actually started, which was quarter to five, whatever it was, Ryback and Kalisto went on quarter to when the pre-show was supposed to start. Uh, so, I mean, if you if you went all the way to WrestleMania to watch Ryback, whoever you are, uh, you may, you may have very well missed that match, like straight <laughs> up. Uh, that you know wasn't in the cards for you, but that yeah. that kind of sucks. People were really really upset about that. And apparently, you know, a lot of people were tailgating and whatnot. So a lot of drunks in line, being surly, and people with their kids and whatnot. So apparently, it was kind of a, a nightmarish scene. I've heard. Well, it was bad enough of that. Not to mention they had the uh, uh, the people that were in the standing room only. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, eighteen dollars for standing room where you're in the stadium, but you're not actually watching the event. Apparently, like, there's like person. yeah, there's like an alley that leads up to the actual arena, which has like your bars and your restaurants and whatnot. So people are actually kind of watching it, standing adjacent to the event, uh, watching it on screens, I guess, and stuff in the in the in the complex itself. And those, I believe, Dwayne Johnson uh, counted those within the attendance attendance number. It uh, sure sounded like it. Yeah. <laughs> He, he may have inflated it a little bit. You know what sucks is that since they've always been doing that, like it's always been like, oh yeah, I heard 97,000 people. And they're like, oh, we did 10,000 more than that. Uh, it makes it so you never believe any numbers they ever throw out. It's it's always going to be padded a little bit. Well, it's 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 kind of like you know hockey and stuff like that where they they pad the numbers just so they can yeah. you know another sold out game play. here in Florida. There's three people there. It's <laughs> it's sad. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about WrestleMania. We'll talk about the whole card. Uh, then we can talk about the follow up Raw. And uh, I didn't watch SmackDown, but we can definitely talk about Countdown. Uh, <laughs> no SmackDown, Countdown talk for sure. There, 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 are, there are maybe one or two things we can mention on SmackDown, but that's really about it. Vaude Villains showed up, so I meant to actually check that out, but uh, just didn't. Uh, so let's let's do <laughs> WrestleMania though. Andrew, you've got the card in front of you, so take this bus and and drive, drive it, drive it off the cliff. <laughs> All right, so. While people were still filing into the uh, arena stadium, wow, it's gonna yeah. take a little bit. Uh, we kicked it off with Kalisto and Ryback Woo. for the U.S. Uh, championship. And he, when Ryback came out, even though there was like no one in the crowd, yeah, there was still chance of Goldberg. <laughs> yes, <laughs> maybe they're just piping them in at this point. I don't, I don't know. They were they were, they, were, they were feeding that that entire idea. They were feeding him more. <laughs> really, uh, this this match for a kickoff left me. Starving because there it, was really it was exactly what it, it yes uh, felt like any match these two have had on Raw uh, didn't even feel like a pay per view match but w- with the place so empty and like just it, it felt like a, a the warm up comedian or or what have you coming out and doing the and it was it was a fine match like there wasn't anything really wrong with the match 
Uh, I just have no real interest in seeing Kalisto and Ryback uh, fight. Kalisto with the U.S. belt is kind of... I, I, don't, I don't know what their plans are. Obviously, Kalisto went over Ryback here, ended up getting the win uh, after like eight Hurricane Ranas or something, probably. Well, it, it was like Ryback just used his size. Yep. And Kalisto used his speed. It was, it's exactly what we could have assumed. And from a match that was built off of uh, Kalisto, I believe he defended his title on like a Raw or SmackDown or something, and then Ryback just came out. And so I watched And you. that was it. Yeah. You, me, fight now. Plus, plus it's it. It, leading up to it, like the David, the David and Goliath thing, which of course David's going to win at WrestleMania, but uh, it, the, the, the program before this was Alberto Del Rio. And I feel like those matches were kind of more or less the same thing too. Like Alberto Del Rio is the stronger man and beats the crap out of him. He does a couple turnaround moves and it's over. Uh, so th- there's not much more to talk about in this match at all. It no. was it, it was a match. Kalisto won. He still got the U.S. title. And neither man showed up on Raw the next night. So no, no, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. No Dean Ambrose, no Brock Lesnar, no uh, Kalisto, no Ryback. Speaking of Most not no bothering having to show up, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> The uh, the next match was the five on five divas total divas match. versus team bad and blonde Andrew. I I, I, I found it hilarious that they, they'd still reference you know the team total divas or team sure. of total divas when this is the night where they abolished the when earlier divas championship like yeah. not half an hour earlier Lita made the announcement right so yeah. whatever uh, th- this was a, a clusterfuck to, to to say the least. Well, uh, any, any match featuring you from Marie is a cluster fucking yeah. way. <laughs> you had you had your high spots uh, for everybody. Uh, Lana was involved in the match, uh, showing off her assets. Uh, you know, Brie. Apparently, this was her last match for a while. She's not well. She's not retiring. Uh, she is taking an d- indefinite hiatus. See, and now I'm confused because they had that interview. Yeah. And when I was watching this week in WWE, which happened As to be we on do. the background yeah. because I was yeah I was on my computer this morning playing stuff and. <laughs> Uh, they they mentioned that is this her last match? Yeah. Well, but there was just the interview, and she said it, it might not be. Yep. Yet, it isn't. Well, it's, it's it goes back to the Hall of Fame thing that we didn't even mention with Sting, where uh, like days before leading up to that, they're just like, oh, so you're you're retired? This is it? And he's like, no, 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 no. no. I, you know, I'm 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 down for some more matches. I'm going to fight the Undertaker still. It's going to be awesome. And it was all smoke and mirrors to throw off the fact that he was actually retiring. He didn't want anyone to take his thunder. So this is, you know. Until something is officially announced, I think at this point now we have word right from Bree. She's like taking a hiatus. She's not done with the, the business, as it were. Uh, but according to Total Divas, they're looking for a house out in like Washington State or something like that. So out in the boonies uh, on Total Divas this past week, Daniel Bryan bet Nikki Bella fifty dollars that uh, she couldn't spend the night camping in the yard of uh, the house they That's were renting. Awesome. And uh, when she found out that she would have to have gone to the bathroom outside and wasn't allowed to use the bathroom in the house, she lost the bet. So. Another wow. reason to watch Total Divas. Well, Brian's got a new way to make some money. Just keep betting yep. Nikki. <laughs> I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Like, if they have a baby, that perpetuates Total Divas. Or more so, they can have a spinoff show. Mm. Uh, the Danielsons is a is a, is a a reality show in of itself. They're entertaining enough. When you have Nikki showing up from time to time, uh, and, and Daniel Bryan's just a huge asshole to her uh, constantly. Uh <laughs> But anyways, uh, so so that match, I, who won that? I thought Ava Marie was going to win that and get the rub or the the push from Mania. <laughs> Thankfully, wasn't the case. No, uh, it was it was definitely Bree uh, Bree tapped out Naomi uh, with the yes lock. There it is. And Nikki Bella came out and looked like she had a car accident, and she was like, <laughs> "Yes, yes, ow, yes, <laughs> ow." <laughs> Doing the Kevin Owens sell, just the big limp to the ring. Uh, 
No, that's cool. I, I, at this point, it's kind of up in the air whether Nick Bella can ever return to wrestling, so we'll, yeah. we'll see. Well, uh, not, well, they said not full-time. Yeah. So she, she could valet. I don't know. Who would she valet, though? John Cena? I mean, that would... Uh, I think he would garner even more hate and would, would make it even less legitimate with could do a lot the, of the uh, fans. Could, you know, I know John Cena is the first guy to say when he's interviewed, uh, hey, when's that heel turn coming? And he's like, I've been being booed since 2005. He's like, what, what heel turn? Uh, but yeah, no, like a like a, a G'd out John Cena wearing wearing black with gold chains and Nikki Bella on his arm. That's that might be <laughs> might be onto something there. Uh, anyway, so that that happened. That was a lot of divas in the in the match. That was fantastic. Hey, sure. You know what? It was nice to have them all involved because sure. like, we've seen again referencing total divas. Yeah, there was a mania where they got cut out. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, they were allowed to be involved. and Natalia got to be on WrestleMania. Yeah. So no complaints there. Not and they all got either. to wear their crazy space outfits. That was so weird. <laughs> so, whatever. Final match on the kickoff was yes. Usos uh, and the Dudley Boys. This is the worst match of the show. Yep. Easily. Easily the worst match. We've seen it last, like, what, four weeks, five weeks? Yeah, weeks? and you're not going to incorporate tables into the match, uh, and you're going to have a table spot at the end that goes the way it goes. Uh, that that was easily the worst match of all of WrestleMania, pre-show Absolutely. or main show. Yeah. Uh, bummer. I, I I have no interest in the Usos. The Dudley Boys are fine. They, they can do a high-octane high match for sure. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like just the restraints on what, what they wanted this match to be, especially considering what immediately followed it, uh, just completely forgettable. Worst match. Yeah. Th- there's no highlight of that match. And there's the, nothing the, to the, even the, say. The funniest, the funniest part was after the match, the, 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 the Dudley said for weeks, yeah. no more tables, no more tables, no more tables. That was their the way next, to get over as heels, is that they weren't going to use and, tables. And the, and the next thing that they did was they said, screw it, yeah. and they grabbed tables, and then... And every subsequent match they've had, they've done that. Yeah, and, and on and Raw, the, they did the same thing. And the Usos just frog splashed them through, and that yeah. was it. It was like, you said for weeks you weren't going to do it, you did it, just to, just to kind of get over. The, this is, yeah, this, I, I guess, the, the only way to read this is they're trying to put the Uso, raise the Usos up, uh, either for, may, maybe for Enzo and Cass, after the Dudley Boys thing goes Which over. Which is hilarious, because yeah. in my opinion, they're already under Enzo and yeah. Cass. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, Cass just and Enzo and Cass are faces. Yeah. Uh, so if you're going to position them against the Dudleys, what what do the Usos have? They're not going on against the New Day or something like that, I, I, who are also faces now. I just say we make them some angry Samoans and yeah, just go just go with it. Just make sac- them like Roman Reigns' uh, bodyguards. Just just sacrifice Enzo and use his head as like yeah. one, of the, one of those like <laughs> shrunken dolls. Yeah, perfect. He's ba- he's basically there. All right. Well, now <laughs> after that, we we finally got to kick off Mania after yes. such excruciating set off the fireworks. Matches. It's time for WrestleMania 32 for real. We got the intercontinental, sorry, intercontinental title ladder match. Seven com- participants: Ryder, uh, Owens, Miz, Ziggler, Zayn, Stardust, and Sin Cara. Everybody kind of got their own spot in this, uh, which is what you want to do when you have seven guys. Is everybody gets a high spot? Uh, someone went off the, you know, went off the top through a ladder. Someone, you know, it was uh, Stardust, I believe, got driven through the ladder. He had the Luke Harper spot this year. Yeah, and uh, who, who put him through though? Was it? I think it was Ziggler. It might have been Sankara going from the top Sankara. of the ladder. No, it was Sankara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you had your, your Zane Owens uh, stuff kind of set up. Ziggler was there just to quickly climb the ladder when you think he was out of the match. Uh, and then, of course, it ends with Miz seemingly winning the title, but Zack Ryder comes up from behind, pushes him, and surprise, Zack Ryder wins the belt. This was the only surprise of WrestleMania. Really. Ultimately, o- yeah. Only positive booking surprise. Which which kind of you know hit a bunch yeah. of speed bumps. And it was at the beginning of the show too, right. so you're like, "Oh, this kind of sets the tone. Are we are we going to 
see some some surprise some surprise booking tonight. Uh, no. Well, it, it it did the job <laughs> it was supposed to. Yeah. But after that, it was it was it was just no. <laughs> how, how many matches after were there valleys? One, two, maybe two and a half. <laughs> I mean, it set it up so well. Yeah. That everything else didn't really match up well with it. Ryder got to uh, celebrate with his dad. Uh, there was the, the whole story, which we'll bring it back back on Raw, but uh, where, where him and Scott Hall, he took a picture with Scott Hall with his IC title, and then Scott Hall took a picture with Ryder's IC title, and everybody feels good. Uh, good good for Zack Ryder. And his... he, he finally got a spot. He yeah, finally got sure. a spot after all the work he's done for so many years yeah. for just being a guy. Not and he's still guy. on TV. He, as far as we know, he will still be involved in the IC title picture going forward. So. And he's still working in NXT. Yeah. So he's he's making he's got three jobs. <laughs> Good for Zack Ryder. I don't know. There's there's definitely worse people to push than Zack Ryder. But so. there's 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 definitely going to be some stuff going on between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, already it's already started. <laughs> yeah, I mean Ryder was immediately in. It's funny on the results here. It says Ruder Zack Ruder Zack Ruder. Is going to have some stuff with the Miz probably, and Ziggler is going to go back to job in security with uh, the King of the Jobbers. Stardust and Sakara. Yeah, sure. Why <laughs> that's that's fine. We, they know where they stand, and they're getting yeah. paid. So they they really see a person like Ziggler really doesn't seem to care. They give him like an important win twice a year. And that's that's enough to perpetuate him as a like he, what he fought Baron Corbin on on Monday night, yeah. To, to put Corbin over, he uh, wins, whatever he wins at a well, it, yeah. how, when you when you haven't established yourself, can you really put people over? The well, the, the really frightening uh, thing is that Dean Ambrose is basically that guy too, unfortunately. But we'll we'll talk about that. That's true. Soon. What was next, Andrew? Next up was Jericho and AJ Styles. Yeah. Four weeks in the making, five weeks in the making. We've and seen we've it. already seen it six times. Yeah. There was a respect angle already done. They were on a tag team. They were off a tag team. And now they're just bitter rivals. AJ Styles, Chris Jericho. Uh, fine match. I don't know. It was a good match. Yeah. They did more and went above what they had done before. But at the same time, it's the same thing well, that we had seen. Plus, weeks. two nights pre- previous, you had Zayn and Nakamura. And any any one-on-one match without a, a title uh, hanging in the balance at WrestleMania will be compared to that match. And didn't even come close. Uh, you know, Chris Jericho's been healing it up. I have nothing against the guy. He's not my favorite, uh, but I'm glad to see that AJ Styles is moving on to bigger and better things. Hopefully, it, it was just it was just nice to see that they could do things outside of what they've been doing on Raw, like maneuver wise. Like, yeah. I mean, AJ hasn't really been using the, the Styles Clash. He got it. Uh, you know what, Jericho doing a Tiger Bomb, yeah, was nice. Uh, I didn't even know, or I didn't, maybe didn't even remember AJ could do a 450 splash. Yeah. Springboarding off the rope didn't I, help him win the match, mind no. you. Uh, this is the beginning of weird booking of the night as Jericho wins this match. He does, and AJ's on to the number one contender spot as of Raw. Seems weird that AJ wouldn't just crush Jericho once and for all definitively. Uh, so that was weird. Maybe maybe it was WWE's way of saying we're better than everything else. You come in here and I guess maybe Southern boys. You, you talk about <laughs> you, you, you you talk about your background and what you've done, yeah. but it doesn't matter. We're still better. I guess so. I, that, I guess that was the theme of the night then, as as we will find out soon if you haven't watched WrestleMania. <laughs> but I have it all spoiled here for you. What's next? Next up. What's next? What's next? <laughs> League of Nations versus New Day. Sorry, I thought you had more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm done. Uh, so the story here, of course, is the entrance. Uh, the New Day. There's a giant box of Budio cereal, uh, which gets kicked over, uh, and then outpours the Super Saiyan New Day. 
uh, dressed in Saiyan armor. I read uh, an interview with Xavier Woods about that. Yeah. It took him... It, he made those costumes. That's amazing. It took him two months... Amazing. ...to make those costumes. Uh, and, like, consider how much free time that dude has. Like, not, not a whole hell of a lot. Well, no, and, but he, he had one of his buddies who also does cosplay with him. Uh, they attend, I think it's Dragon Con. Okay. Every year. Okay. They asked, they asked, uh... He's sorry, no he poser. Asked, this is the real, the real deal. He asked Kofi if he'd be willing to do it. Kofi's like, of course, I used to watch Dragon Ball Z years ago. Yeah. Cool. Big E, do you want to do it? I don't know what it is. <laughs> Xavier shows him a picture. Yeah, it looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> and they had them, and they, and they they went to the, uh... Down with this. The seamstress, yeah, the seamsters... Yeah. You can you can see her on Total Divas. Who who uh, make their attire? Yeah, I and they're name. like, listen, we need attire that kind of resembles these pants that they're wearing in yeah, the yeah. Saiyan armor. And they're like, sure, let's do it. I'll, I'll do. I'll, I, I I don't know if I'll do exactly that, but I will do my best to recreate that. And then we got what we got. And the best part was the tail. The tail. Apparently, was everybody flipped out. There were people in the back after they got back after the match. Yeah. That were like, man, that is super cool. They had no clue where they were doing this. And apparently, Vince. Yeah. Uh, they asked, they asked Xavier, what does Vince think of all this goofy crap? And Xavier <laughs> goes, usually we tell him about it and he doesn't really get it. And then eventually he kind of just walks by them as they're about to go out and then he sees them. He laughs his ass off and then doesn't say a word and just gives them a thumbs up and walks away. <laughs> That's the best. Vince should do that more to more talent. I think is just laugh his ass off at them and give them a thumbs up and just like, go for it. Well, Dog's fighting the heck out of this bone. Oh, she got the container again. WrestleMania moment. Uh, anyone who was here knows what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> inside joke for everybody. Yeah, no, that that match was all right. Um, we had Wade Barrett kind of cheerleading. I guess uh, is he is he not cleared to? I think he's done. Man, she is killing <laughs> she's, that thing. She's getting her. This is it. This is the real match right here. Holy. Anyway. Uh, yeah, no, fine match. Some uh, some good spots, good tag spots. Uh, you know, again, comparing it to the the tag match on NXT though, uh, which was worked as a true tag match, which is as Enzo put it on the Stone Cold uh, podcast this week, uh, building up to the hot tag, having the one guy get beat down and beat down, having the other team do everything in their power to stop that hot tag. So when it goes off, but it's properly doing it. Yes, yeah, because there's definitely there's definitely the wrong way to do it, or it's like hey, we've had enough. It's like, it's a it's a completely different mentality yeah. of how to how to work a match and like as much as I love the new day and and you know have loved most of the tag most of the tag what have you in the main roster uh, the, the matches just aren't worked that way they're they're worked like singles matches like who's in the ring well those two guys are just gonna singles fight and when they tag out they tag out so be it uh, and it's it's boring it's it's starting to get stale uh, like I, I'm gonna watch NXT week to week now because that's that might be you know. Well, on the night before, I mean... T- telling the story in the ring. Like, the WWE is very cut and dry now. It's, we're going to tell the story, and then we're going to do the wrestling. Well, American Alpha and Dash and Dawson really show yeah. what a tag match can be. Yeah. And apparently, a lot of people weren't expecting that match to actually carry like it did. Yeah. No. And fantastic. Great. Great. Great stuff. Uh, but so- oddly enough, at Mania, though, they actually they gave League of Nations the win. Mm-hmm. But at least they gave League of Nations some fantastic shirts. I- <laughs> I was I was really confused about this because I thought I thought it would be for the titles. I have no idea why at WrestleMania this wouldn't be for the tag titles. Uh, so w- when they won, I assumed the New Day had had lost. I did too, uh, but not the case at no. all. So it was really, it was really confusing. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, of course this this led to the legend spot. We should mention. Uh, well, they 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 cut a promo about you know I, I it was it was Wade Barrett. I think this was this was his kind of like. 
last moment in the spotlight kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, I don't think anyone could, uh, any three superstars could match up to, to any three of us. Yeah. And that's when, you know, Michael's music hits because you know it was going to happen. Yep. Uh, then McFoley comes out to join him. And then you hear the, the, that trademark glass shattering, yeah. and then Stone Cold comes up because you, you knew Stone Cold and Sean were gonna have some part of something. Yeah. So they, they, all three of them come out and just kick the liver eleven crap out of. Do you think uh, Stone Cold, it being Dallas and him taking bumps here in WrestleMania thirty two? Uh, do you think <laughs> running with this thing in her mouth? Uh, it's Andrew's dog, by the way. I guess we should we should say <laughs> she's just running around with this container in her mouth as she did on WrestleMania, and it's pretty funny. She's carrying it like a like a title belt. Uh, the women's the women's champion the women's Tupperware. <laughs> uh, do you think Stone Cold deserved a bigger spot like The Rock had uh, something all to his his own? I think he really enjoyed what he had though. It was fun because I had fun. He had he had, he had that the really like Sean was over Mick was over. Yeah, Mick looked really good by the way. GDP Yoga. Wow. Yeah. Shawn Michaels looked great too. They all look good as far as I'm concerned. Hell, when, when, when Austin... Shawn Michaels looked like he could have like fought a match. <laughs> I, I know yeah. he probably could have. But the uh, the pop, I mean, the pop that Austin got was definitely over the other two. And then when they made it to the ring, it was I, he said it in his podcast that that's you know he he felt great. He he was he was allowed yeah to give them stunners. I mean, they they beat uh, what one of them got a super kick. One of yeah. them got uh, I think Rusev got the stunner, the first stunner. Yeah, uh, he did. Yeah. And his reaction was... Uh, Sheamus a, a got Socko. Yeah. Sheamus got Socko, the three of them out of the ring, and then yeah. Wade Barrett got all three of them again. <laughs> got the stunner. And then New Day uh, joined them in the ring, and they started dancing. Yep. And Xavier Woods... And that was the best part, because not all three of them got this. Only one of them did. And Xavier's showing Stone Cold how to dance, and then he catches the stunner. Yep. And... Biggie and Kofi just drop to their knees like, oh my god! Xavier does you the killed him. Xavier does the pop up too after the stunner. So like, don't don't read too much into it. WrestleMania needs to kind of stand on its own. Yeah. Don't don't think too much about the rub here with the legends for the new day and what and what it means for Xavier Woods to be stunnered like when it it could have been something else. Uh, this was just fun, and it's it's it, you know it's good to see the guys and and then actually part- like I wasn't expecting Stone Cold to stunner a bunch of people. As far no, as I know, his I, legs made out of fiberglass. I don't know. Well, his knees, his knees are shot. But if it's if it's a little if it's a little spot like this, yeah, yeah, he'll totally do it. I mean, he he did the beer too. Yeah, he, he, he did. Grabbed, he, he did a whole, he did a whole six pack of beer. Sh- shared the beers. Yeah, apparently gave it to a recovering alcoholic. On his podcast, he's like, there wasn't even there was barely any beer left in the can when I got to the back. <laughs> and then he plugged his uh, his 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 uh, Stone Cold brand IPA. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, which I haven't tried yet. I I'm not try a huge it. fan of IPAs, but uh, so that was that that was that match at WrestleMania. It, it was good. It yep. was what it was. But the next match, uh, it was built up to be something a little bit more. Lesnar and Ambrose. Yeah, one of the shortest matches of the night next to Eric Rowan and Dwayne Johnson. It was really shocking how short it was. Uh, yeah. Especially, uh, especially for the kind of match it was, but I guess Lesnar's like, whoa, 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 Le- like Street Fight? Oh, I don't want to get... Uh, yeah, so Lesnar doesn't like uh, gimmicky matches like that. Nope. Uh, and apparently Lesnar's... Which, which, which he is a giant gimmick. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is kind of ironic. Uh, apparently Lesnar, uh, you know, his 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 the only has so many dates left. Yeah, I believe he's contracted not on time, but how many times they're going to use him. Wow. And they keep using him on these house shows. There's one coming up in Hawaii, I believe, uh, that he's advertised for, uh, or something like that. Like the, Hawaii, uh, wow. another one that they're going to be broadcasting on the network or yeah. whatnot, whatnot. Something some midpoint, right? Um, and, and I I think he feels he's being um, misused in this way. He doesn't like the gimmick matches. Uh, and, and yeah, he's a prima donna, but he's also Brock Lesnar. So, 
you either uh, leave him off TV for a bit or figure something out really cool for him to do, or, you know, maybe in a year Brock Lesnar's gone. That's that's the real, you know, I, I, reality I, of the situation. I, I, I totally just could see him having attitude to this whole thing. Yeah. And, roll it, and I just rolled my eyes. And at the same time, I just realized... I, I you know I shouldn't be surprised, and I just bought a Suplex City shirt. So I, I'm <laughs> well, just I'm judging him, and I'm like I'm wearing who, his shirt. <laughs> who's on his level though? Who can elevate a match just by being in it? John Cena uh, is for, all that comes to mind for, for for taking bumps though. I mean, even if it was a regular match, Dean yeah. Ambrose could have been that guy, and just you know that little engine that's not you know engine that yeah. could keep fighting back. And they still did it in this one. He took he took suplexes, German suplexes, yeah. belly to belly suplexes. He took everything, but the problem is. But it was it was so super short, and they didn't. And you know what? They didn't even put Ambrose over. They gave Lesnar the win. Yeah, where does Ambrose well, go? From more here? weird booking uh, uh, that that Brock Lesnar would win at WrestleMania, which and if Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar was going to win at WrestleMania, the match needed to be longer, and Dean Ambrose needed to. For what was there was fine, uh, but I think a lot of people actually kind of maybe saw this as the workhorse match. This was going to be the really drawn out, uh, crazy fight, especially considering. The other two, like, if this was one of three of the main card of WrestleMania, the other two being Shane and Undertaker and uh, Reigns and, and Triple H, this is the one I was looking forward to the most. Yeah, for the two people competing in it actually being, like, full-on athletes that will beat the crap out of each other, and it ended up being kind of disappointing, uh, which is kind of a bummer. And then the ending added to that, where you're just like, it really meant nothing. The yeah, whole build-up to this meant nothing. If there was one person who actually, in my opinion, would have put this match over and kind of did and, and kind of saved it, was Dean Ambrose because you know we got what we expected from Lesnar. Yeah. There wasn't anything fantastic. He didn't really, really use any weapons. Yeah. Because it was you know it's a street fight. Yeah. They they barely battled outside the ring and that and that whole thing. But I mean it was Ambrose. Ambrose grabbed the bat with the barbed wire and he yeah. put it in his mouth. Yeah. He put it in his mouth. Well, I thought there would be one good clean hit with that baseball bat at some point. But I thought, uh, I thought Ambrose was going to take it. Yeah. But, you know, I, I guess they're just trying to stray away from that. And that's old, the old Terry Funk stuff. But, I mean, it ended with Lesnar and Ambrose at one point. I should prefix this by saying. Piles a bunch of chairs in the ring. Yeah, he yeah. piles a whole bunch of chairs in the ring and then takes an F5 on the pile of chairs. Yeah. For the three for the three count. I mean, that, you know what? Props to him for taking that. Because I mean, with with all the the, the bends and curves to those chairs, yeah, and he absolutely. landed dead in the face, like on the face. Usually they land on their side of their head. Yep, they landed. He landed face I, down. I on just those think chairs. there needed to be ten more minutes before that happened. Yep. Uh, to to re- if he was going to lose, it needed to be drawn out and more memorable because of that. There needed to be more spots like that. Absolutely, it should have been F five on the chairs. It should have been a uh, you know a, a suplex onto a kendo stick. I don't know what needed to be, but uh, more. Um, from those two guys. Oh well. And, pro- and props to the guy who was sitting in probably row two or three with the the count. The, yeah. The signs. Apparently, uh, from 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 uh, first first party reports in the stadium on the big screens in the stadium, they were popping up the number of how many suplexes. They were also popping up ch- uh, chant suggestions uh, constantly. If the ma- if it was getting quiet, they would put something up on the screen like an applause sign. Uh, I've heard. So that's really interesting. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> so huh. there you go. Kind of underhanded because uh, on on the broadcast angle, you didn't see any of that. No. Um, well, we didn't catch anything they were doing actually inside the stadium, other than what we could see from like the direct fan yeah. sight from yeah. the camera. Oh well. Uh, so that was that match again. Weird booking that that Lesnar goes over. Uh, what? what uh, that's two big losses for Dean. Like Triple H and now Lesnar. Uh, Dean Ambrose could have gotten a, bu- a bunch out of this match yep. by going a-, a few more minutes or getting the pin himself. I don't know. Oh well. So be it. 
Well, well we got Paul Heyman. He was great at we, ringside. I, I personally got more out of the uh, the next quick segment. It was a commercial. Oh. It was Ric Flair <laughs> in the back trying to, uh, try, giving pop talk, giving a pop talk to Zack Ryder. Yes. Uh, Ziggler joins Flair in trying to teach Ryder how to woo. Yeah. You know, woo and woo, woo, woo. Yes. And he might have like a brain problem. This is actually he gives, well. He, he gives the, the, the Snickers. He gives yeah. the Snickers to Ryder, <laughs> and poof, Ryder turns into Charlotte, and then woos. <laughs> I mean, these commercials are getting bad. That was a bad commercial. Hey, yet... it's better than the time Natalia was trying to sell yeah. a subway. That was uh that was the worst I can remember. I can't. I can't help but think that just watching that. That was a little more like it's so bad it's funny. Yeah, much like WWE Countdown, the movie. No, no, no. That's not. It doesn't get funny. <laughs> it's get just, funny? It just gets just gets bad. Yeah, it actually gets oh. to the point where you just don't want to watch it anymore. Uh, okay, so then, that was following, Snickers. Yeah, yeah, Snickers. And then following that, they did a recap of the Hall of Fame. Which did we touch that last time? We don't think we did. No, no, no. no we uh, we recorded the morning. the morning of the Hall of Fame. So I don't know if there's anything you really need to um, say. It was long. It was four and a half hours long. Apparently, yeah, it was the th- well, yeah, before yeah. hours. They're gonna long, do an edited was... down version. Apparently, to to put on the network. There, or something, there, yeah. there are certain things that were forgettable, but I understand why they did them because this is their this is the Hall of Famers night. Not mm. our night. Mm-hmm. So whatever you feel like doing, go nuts. I totally appreciate it. Unfortunately, I really don't know Stan Hansen, so I can't. It was. It was. His, People his speech, had a lot of reverence for his him. His speech was interesting. Uh, I really think that uh, uh, Michael Hayes uh, could have done without uh, Von Erich coming out, the last of the remaining Von Erich, and speaking because he really didn't have a place, and it was really awkward what he said. And if there was one thing that I thought that the Hall of Fame suffered. What made the Hall of Fame suffer was all the presenters came out and pulled their own speech about themselves. Yeah. Most of them did. So it was kind of like... Definitely. In some cases. This, this, this is your light and, oh, by the way, here, like, you know, Flair. But, yeah. you know, I expect that from Flair. Flair is kind of charming in that way. But Flair goes on about himself. But Vader doesn't need to, to yeah, give up. Va- Vader, yeah. Vader plugs himself. Yeah. And Someone has to. It was It was just very awkward. Before I introduce the Hall of Famer, let me just tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, no, that's that's their night. That we're just kind of on the outside looking in. Um, it's the Carney of the Year awards. I don't know. <laughs> Carney of the Year. It's, it's an acquired taste. Uh, uh, congratulations to all the inductees. Uh, it was weird to have Cena there. Uh, just just from a booking point of view, that if he was going to show up on WrestleMania, maybe leave him out of the Hall of Fame. That kind of tipped everybody off. Could have been more of a surprise. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was a very weird choice. Yeah. And and especially for what he for it was Snoop Dogg wasn't it? Yeah, that was a weird use of him. Anyway, uh, th- that that was the Hall of Fame. Uh, so they recapped it, uh, and then all the Hall of Famers came out and waved, and uh, the crowd was like, "Hey!" And then we moved on. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, next up was Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Sasha for the women's championship. What a lot of people are heralding as uh, the best match of the night. Um, I thought it was fine. <laughs> I I don't. Ric Flair took a bump. That's fun. <laughs> he, he took the took the suicide dive. It was, I don't know. It was a good match. Yet the event suffering from booking. And once yeah. again, I can see why Charlotte went over because they want to push this further and longer. And who knows? Maybe God willing, we'll get Bailey. The the other thing to to note here is that uh, as Lita introduced it, the women's championship uh, was on the line here, and they're officially retiring the butterfly belt. So. Uh, it it, it kind of makes more sense. Charlotte will be the first one to hold it. Uh, it, it some continuity there instead of switching it uh, and then having her chase it for the first time. This way, she's already got it. If they move on from her, so be it. Uh, the match was fine. Uh, you know, more more Ric Flair, you know, intervening and whatnot. 
uh, they look good. They they did a good job. It was it was you know this is one of the the many steps on putting women's wrestling over uh, on the main roster. Um, it, it was good. It was a good match. Well, well fought match. My my highlight of the match for me was when, uh, was it Charlotte had Becky in the figure figure eight? Yep. And then uh, Sasha comes in with a frog splash. Oh t- yeah, from off from from off uh, off screen. Yeah, my 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 fan that was good. my fan boyism aside, that that was awesome. Yeah, more of that. I mean, a triple threat. You got to do stuff like that though. Yeah. And, and well, you can see it kept all yeah. three of them relevant doing one thing. Yes. Yeah. They're they're both trying to win. You see. Uh, no, that, that was a fine match. Uh, so not not much change there. Charlotte no. retains. People were were hoping Sasha, especially with Sasha's entrance. Snoop Dogg was there. Some girl was there singing her theme song off key. Everything there was uh, confetti. I don't know. Uh, there, you know everything was. Uh, you know, I thought conspiring for for a Sasha Banks win, but uh, so be it. She's also kind of there. Are all those all those three girls are now kind of ambiguous though. Becky, I guess you could say, is thoroughly a face. Charlotte's a heel. Sasha, I don't know where she fits in uh, at this point. She's just a crowd favorite. Um, but yeah, that was the Divas match, or sorry, the women's match. My apologies. <laughs> uh, next up, we'll, this match is really, also really short, and it's kind of funny that we talk about a long night, but these matches were really short. Some of these matches were really short. There were so many matches. Uh, it's... Uh, it was The Undertaker versus Shane McMahon and Hell in a Cell. Now, before we say anything, I've got some beef with the Hell in a Cell matches of the last oh, yeah. probably about five years. I understand that they're more in the PG era, they're more aware of injuries, they're more aware of safety... Oh, disregarding they're machine. one step away from being called heck in a cell matches yes they, they the, the point of the cell was that it's it is hell in a cell the person pe- they will leave destroyed bruised battered yeah. and bloody especially when the undertaker is involved that doesn't happen anymore no that doesn't happen at all I think the most dangerous thing they did again aside from what Shane did on that night jumping off the cage into a giant airbag exactly <laughs> but it had been practiced and everything else whereas I mean, the closest thing we got was the Undertaker tombstoning uh, Brock Lesnar months ago. Yeah. On the uh, fresh, uncovered boards of the ring. Now, <laughs> that was cool from a perspective of okay, we're kind of going out out of the character a little bit. And yes, he did miss that area. We saw it because the camera angle wasn't that great. Yeah. But at the same time, this the cell isn't a weapon anymore. No, it's not, and that was that was the whole point. It was meant to be a weapon. It was meant to be you know keep having people weapons, out. weapons yeah. keep people out and weapons inside of the ring. And if you make it out, there's going to be even more carnage. Yeah. So what was really weird going into this match is we all assumed there'd be shenanigans, and yeah. instead what we got was a like 30 minute long straight up match between the Undertaker and Shane McMahon. So I'm sitting there like 10 minutes in, being like, if something was going to happen, it should have happened by now because now this is starting to get this is like kind of boring yep. at this point. Um, and and credit to the two guys at their age for putting on the match they did. But I think it was undersold by the fact that everyone was expecting someone to run in or their or Vince to show up. Why, why Vince wasn't at ringside? Uh, th- their plan all along was to have a flat out match between Shane and the Undertaker, in which Shane will eventually jump off the Hell in a Cell. That was it. Uh, the entire match was just building up to him jumping off the top, and then it ended with a fizzle. Uh, if you remember how it ended, he is just asking for more. Undertaker takes him into the ring, and it's it's basically over at that point. Um, lame, like a lame lame match. And and but but you know expectations being what they would have been. If I knew it was just going to be Shane versus Undertaker, I thought that match would have been fine, long, uh, but but fine on the card where it was. But unfortunately, 
I, I was flabbergasted by, like, and, and Undertaker won, so it meant nothing. That match can fall off the card. It means nothing. Which is, we're, we're going to get to more reasons as to why that was a whole bunch of crap. Yes. <sighs> All these stipulations, this lockbox, the you take over Raw if you win, Undertaker, you're, you're, you're fired from WrestleMania you're if fired. you lose. Uh, all this crap that's going on, it's going to be in a cell so no one can help you. You're going to die, Shane McMahon. And then j- the payoff was, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not losing faith. I'm just not convinced anymore by anything I see. They say, oh, it's going to be a hell in a cell. Okay, let's think the opposite. What's hell in a cell? Heck in a cell. Yeah. Second and cell. we're going to get five minutes of someone doing something stupid if it's Shane. If it's not Shane, then we're going to get an actual match in a cage, yeah. and the cage is going to be useless. The, and then the thing that everybody expected to happen happened. Shane McMahon jumped off the friggin' Hell in a Cell onto a table where the Undertaker was. He moves at the last second. The table turns into a giant airbag, thankfully, saving uh, Shane McMahon's life as he's right in front of his children, jumping off that cage. Uh, and, the, yeah, yeah, that's the end of the match. Nothing nothing changes. Uh, we'll talk about Raw in a bit, of course, obviously, but that that was... Something else. Uh, just a series of disappointments. First it was, oh, they're just going to have a flat-out match. Okay. Oh, Shane's going to jump off the thing. That's the high spot. Well, I kind of saw that coming. Oh, Undertaker won. This all meant nothing. Like, really? Bummer. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know, looking back, it's like we, there, was, there was so much build-up that it would be something really important. That was built up as the biggest match at WrestleMania. And we got nothing. And nothing happened out of it. No. All that needed to happen was Shane McMahon needed to somehow win. And, and here's the kicker. Going on to the next match, it's the match that we thought would kick off yeah. WrestleMania with the Andrew the Giant... Ba- Andrew the Giant. Sorry. Andrew the Giant. Andrew the Giant. <laughs> Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yeah. Wait, one more thing about the Shane McMahon match, okay. though. The one thing it did. When Shane McMahon was going to jump off the Hell in a Cell at Undertaker for a split second, the, the reason that that spot was more exciting... The first time you saw it, then if you went back and watched it now, was you thought Shane could win the match. Yeah. That's why it was exciting. If you go back and watch it now, knowing the outcome, you're like, ah, just get over with already, because it's taking forever for him to jump off the top of that damn thing. <laughs> uh, that The only the only reason there was excitability there was like, oh man, if he goes through the Undertaker on that on that table, it's, uh, this, that, maybe major, major change will come. And then, you know... Having uh having the the WWE Championship belt match being at the end, you're like, does Sh- what if Shane takes over before the end of this thing and like cancels that match, puts somebody else in it, Wh- whatever, whatever could have happened. Uh, possibilities were endless, and then Undertaker just won, and you just forgot about it. Anyways, the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. There were a lot of participants in this match. Some yes. of we, we you know what they were. I thought they'd be one surprise. There were a lot. They came down in a conga surprises. line, and then we had four separate entrances. Uh, for for Big Show. Kane, Mark Henry, and then DDP. Yeah, Tatanka, Tatanka, and this, the real surprise. Tatanka here. was just in, he was in the parade of of jobbers. Yeah. So you're like, is that Tatanka? And he's just like, <laughs> like, oh shit, that is Tatanka. He looks better than he did 15 yeah. years ago. And <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, Shaq, Shaq attack. Now the really interesting thing is. Everybody except for Shaq and Big Show like go under the bottom ropes. So they're yeah. not eliminated. And they just let the two of them do their thing. And then after... Shaq, Shaq dwarfs the big show. Yeah, Shaq's does. a big guy, still. Turns out. Uh, so, this has been reported as maybe like a day of decision. As you would figure if Shaq was going to be involved in this, they would have been promoting the heck out of it. Because Shaq's got, got juice. He's got pull. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, Shaq comes in. Uh, everybody kind of gangs up on Big Show and Shaq to, to force them over. Uh, which, you know, 
the thing I always complain about is, hey, Big Show won it last year. Let's make sure Big Show gets out of this ring, and that's the first thing everybody does is kick Big Show out. Uh, then it's pretty like no, no real big spots like. Uh, uh, Goldust and R-Truth worked together for a couple of eliminations before being eliminated themselves. Uh, the, uh, the, out- the social outcasts do the bow train. Uh, they have, they have a comedy spot in the middle of it, but ultimately they are, uh, eliminated. Mark Henry, which people had as a favorite to, favorite to win, uh, he goes over the top rope and then out of nowhere, friggin' Baron Corbin, uh, ends up, ends up taking it home. Who did he eliminate last there? Who was the last, last man standing? Kane. It was Kane? Okay. Uh, so Baron Corbin, this is, I guess, his call-up. He is no longer on NXT. He is, he's still on NXT. He's still on NXT. He's still on NXT. Uh, for people who aren't familiar with Baron Corbin, he is basically Roman Reigns, but is actually a heel. Uh, so so people boo him uh, properly. And uh, he's he's not a great wrestler. Uh, he definitely is one of those guys that needs someone else hanging out with him in the ring to to, Absolutely. to work the match. Uh, Baron Corbin would be good a good program for a Chris Jericho, although they're both heels. So he's a project. Scrap that. Yeah. He, he's a Braun Strowman-esque project, uh, but is a little further along. So it, if you were Braun Strowman right now, you should be a little concerned. You've got the physique, but they've given you a year, and it's uh, it's not really clicking. Which so. makes, you, makes me wonder, I wonder if they're actually going to Baron Corbin a little more, and they're, change, they're kind of changing it up. Uh, ch- sure. Baron Corbin looks like he just joined the Wyatt family right now with his current outfit. Like, he's wearing skulls and a leather vest, so, like, just sign him up. Uh... So that's Baron Corbin. He wins the Battle Royale. Uh, he's smug about it. He, he of course, cuts a promo on, on Raw about it. But uh, that that's it for the Battle Royale. Yeah. Woo. Whoopie. Good p- positioning for it. Like, I, it was... I, I, I was falling asleep almost at this point. Well, so. I, I think it was more so the fact that they pushed it so far back, you didn't know what to expect. So it kind of... It, kind of it made it, it seem really, like it, something big might happen. Anything can happen at this yeah. point. Uh, lastly. Yes. Was Triple H versus Roman Reigns? No, no, no! You're forgetting a whole, a whole another two matches that took place. Two matches at WrestleMania when Dwayne the Rock, Dwayne oh, the, yeah. the Scorpion King Rock Johnson came out. Yeah, sorry, uh, that's that's not listed here yeah. as an actual match. The the, the Dallas Cowboys uh, cheerleaders come out to thunder, uh, Thunderstruck. Sure, of course they do their thing. When I think Texas, I think Thunderstruck. Uh, they do their thing, and then the the, the Rock comes out. He's got a flamethrower, which looks like a t-shirt gun, but it was in, in fact a flamethrower. Uh, lights a giant s- sign of his name on fire, uh, poses, takes an excruciatingly long time to get down to the ring, uh, and then just starts talking about attendance, and they play his theme song after he announces the attendance, and he poses a little bit more. And at, we should mention at this point, it's after 10 o'clock here, and uh, the the WrestleMania event, which is supposed to go to 10.30, now looks like it's going to run way long uh, and, and this is just, it's, it's the, we, we thought the final match was coming out and it was, it was going to wrap it up, but nope. Uh, so the white family comes out, they're talking crap against the rock. The rock says a bunch of, uh, childish things at them, uh, hitting all the, all, all the strong points for making fun of the white family, including incest, uh, and, and, you know, stuff like that. And then, uh, Eric Rowan versus Dwayne Johnson, the rock rips off his, his, his clothes uh, and and he hits him with the rock bottom, and the match is over in six seconds, uh, which is apparently the second runner-up shortest match in WrestleMania or something like that. I think so, yeah. Uh, at, at which point the rest of the White family is going to jump him. I guess I'm doing this purely from memory. No, you're uh, you're you're going good so far. Yeah, and then John the Marine Cena comes out, uh, who's looking a little skinny in the trap pizoid area. <laughs> he his, he definitely looks like his neck hasn't been worked out as much as. Uh, as we're used to seeing John Cena, he looks he looks like he's been on sick leave. 
Uh, but a superhuman nonetheless. Like, that guy recovered in, like, a third of the time that was uh, proposed, I think. Uh, so he's out there. They fight the Wyatts uh, and win. John Cena and The Rock are victorious at WrestleMania. And now we can finally move on to the final match. Uh, fine. Uh, the best use of John Cena? I don't know. I don't know that that, that was. It was a use of John Cena. <laughs> the White family got to be on, on WrestleMania. Otherwise, they weren't going to be, if you remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, and we were talking the other day. You were saying that like Bray Wyatt is, is not concerned with championships, which is why it was so weird to me uh, at Rump- Royal Rumble when he suddenly was just like, oh, it's on the line? Well, we're going to win it. And I'm like, that's so unlike his character to want something like that. He just wants to ruin somebody's day. Uh, and sure enough, that's how he feels about his own character as well. And that he's like, don't, don't worry about putting me in a title picture. Uh, I just want to be the guy to show up and, 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 and ruin the days. And he's been doing that lately. Fine. If you want to be a Dolph Ziggler, that's, uh, that's yeah, but, your prerogative. But, but Ziggler, Cut a paycheck. Ziggler doesn't really ruin anything. He, he doesn't like... The, the best part about uh, Bray Wyatt is the fact that he just wants to ruin other people's day. Anytime it's, there's, not like, it's not like yeah. Ziggler's like, I'm just glad to be here. I'm going to smile on my face yeah. wearing his acid-washed jeans. But as far and... as like predicting the booking, though, like when you see a new wrestler out there and he's cutting a promo and it's just like, oh man, this guy's new and he's hot and they're going to try to try to put him over. And it's like, your opponent will be Dolph Ziggler. We're like, oh, well, he wins then because... It's Ziggler. Ziggler doesn't need to win ever. He's just eternally over. Uh, anyways. He doesn't even need to be there anymore. So here we go. Uh, the audience is asleep uh, in, the, in the AT&T Stadium as Roman Reigns they really and did Triple look, H. Uh, like Triple it. H's entrance was pretty great. It was pretty alright. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> introduced him looking, looking like the evolved form of Paige. Uh, like if, if Paige was a Pokemon well, and evolved, she, she, was, she, she might look like Stephanie. Like she Rand. was wearing a... A black full women's bathing suit with a leather jacket. Yeah, and it was then was that a uh, Motorhead masquerade? Yeah, looked good. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. It, it, it was good. It was just very unexpected because we knew it was going to be a big thing for Triple H, and then have her there, and then all bow to the king. But then Triple H came out, and he looked normal. That's what did. Yes, yeah, yeah. I was expecting Triple H to be on brand and come in surfing the big Snickers bar or yeah. something. Uh, didn't happen here. Uh, that's not a euphemism either. Mel- Sur- mel- surfing mel- the melted, melted underneath him to his legs. Oh, yeah. Just like, what happened, <laughs> Triple H? You shit yourself and smear all your thoughts. <laughs> uh, so Triple H comes out. Roman Reigns comes out. Apparently a lot of the uh, the audience started leaving at this point. Kind of, un- you know, beat the traffic and uh, un- uninterested in the outcome of this match. Uh, and I don't blame them. Uh, so this, this match was fine. This was a perfectly fine Roman Reigns-Triple H match. Unfortunately, you know, with the stakes as they were. Uh, it, it would be nice to see, you know, we've been saying it since the Sultans of Slam has existed, anyone else uh, in that title picture. Roman Reigns obviously is not over with the crowd. He's he's a, a completely satisfactory wrestler, uh, but so little heat here. Roman Reigns is not able to, and it might not be his own fault, let's, let's be completely honest here, it's yeah. how he's being written, is not able to sustain any level of heat. He, you know, after, uh, it, it, during Christmas there, doing TLC, when he attacked Triple H, you're like, yeah, if he just becomes, like, a, a stoic, quiet wrecking machine, he'll get over. But they, every other week, he's going back to the smirking and joking and just being a clown uh, that, that just takes all of that, it, it, you know, completely destroys any cool, well, that was badass the- heat he had going over and over again until the point where they gave Triple H those spots and he's coming out and busting Roman's nose. And of course the crowd's going to cheer for Triple H. Like, what are you expecting? It's, it's, doesn't make any sense. It did, oh, no, and then we, we finally, we, we finally got what we wanted in the fact that he was just doing his thing. He was attacking Triple H. He wasn't saying anything. Yep. 
and then Mania came around, but it still was this awkward moment where you knew he was going to win, you knew they were going to try and put him over, yep. even though it wasn't going to happen. Yep. And we were left with the same thing we 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 have we've had since what Rumble and before. Yep. And and no nothing special about this match compared to the other ones. I'm sure if we look back, we could find a better Roman Reigns Triple H match that has happened. If, uh, if anyone is speaking about a WrestleMania moment, he definitely didn't have his. No. Still. Yeah. And he he won the the belt to silence. Like it wasn't even like it was booze. It was just like either they were muting the sound, and they were. Uh, yeah. To be fair, there were Roman Reigns. Like not everyone is a Roman Reigns. No, apparently, apparently from firsthand accounts, uh, anytime his name was brought up, even if they showed a tap out commercial in the arena, deafening booze. So they were definitely taking some of the noise down. Uh, especially when he won the belt, it sounded quiet, and it wasn't because anyone was cheering or booing. It's because they were just taking the noise out. Just cut the ring mics. Yeah, cut it. <laughs> it, it, it seemed that way. Like, it seemed really alien and weird. Like, there's, you know, a lot of people were going home, but even if there's 50,000 people in this place, and they're all, like, if 90% of them are booing, we should know. You should really hear and it no seemed what. just quiet, which is, is that better, WWE? Is that is that a better outcome, that no one says anything than, than booze? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's, we, we, we knew we were going to come out the loser. We knew Triple yeah. H wasn't walking out the winner. Yep. And we, we we got what we we wanted. It's just but over. After, after, Roman after Reigns over, is the champion. After it was over, it was kind of like, well, yep, that's yep. that's pretty much it. That's that's what Good we time. all expected to happen. Um, so that was WrestleMania. Uh, highlight highlight for you. Oh boy, because uh, <laughs> because that's that that list is, is a lot shorter than anything else. I, I you know what that ladder match was fun. Uh, it had it had a lot of a lot of cool spots in it. Uh, I when the legends came out, you know, in a bubble, I, I enjoyed seeing Stone Cold and HBK and, and McFoley come out uh, and just re- wreak havoc in the ring. Um, you know, the Brock Lesnar Dean Ambrose match was working its way up to my favorite match before it, it abruptly ended. I, I thought that match would go a lot longer and be cool. Uh, yeah, like I said, the, the key the key here is in a bubble. WrestleMania is entertaining. That show on its own is entertaining. It was way too goddamn long. Um, but but oh. You're like the puppy whisperer over here, just kind of. Krista, do you do you have a, what was your favorite WrestleMania match, Krista? Nothing. You got nothing. Krista just hated it. She hated the whole show. She's like Jr. over here. Uh, yeah, man, that's that's it. I don't I don't know. I, I thought it was fun. If you don't think about the repercussions and where they're going from here, WrestleMania 32 was entertaining. I I, enjoy, <laughs> I enjoyed the spectacle in the event. Yep. You know, it was nice. It's always nice to watch a WrestleMania. If I had to choose a match. You know, at first I'd think ladder match, but guilty pleasure. I really did enjoy the women's match. I re- I really did. Yeah, it was good. It was it was it was more than what I expected. It was a little more of the it, NXT if, women's variety. If you're setting a bar for each match individually, uh, the women's match might have exceeded that bar more than any other match of the night. Yeah, I think is the best way to put it. Uh, fantastic. Worst match of the night does go to Usos and Dudleys, though. I think no one no one will uh, will argue that. Well, uh, that's just mania. Of course, the next night, uh, say what you want about Roman Reigns and Charlotte. They had to fly from Dallas to New York to do the day show and back to Dallas for Raw. Incredible. Uh, But let's let's hit Monday Night Raw. Take it away, Andrew Jansen. Well, it was it it usually is heralded as the biggest Raw of the year because they're also going to try and pull out all the stops, much like they did about like the Raw before. Yet SmackDown gets completely forgotten. (laughs) Absolutely. the The theme of this Raw is uh, having their cake and eating it too. Uh, or they can, trying to. Yeah, they can undo things that happened on WrestleMania the night before to get back on track for story. <laughs> uh, the crowd is rowdy. Very. Uh, 
and very rowdy. And they're, and, still, and, they're yeah. and they're still in Dallas. Yes, of course. They're still in Dallas. So this is like you know, if if the bourgeoisie is going to WrestleMania, this is the <laughs> you know unless you have the travel package. Uh, this this is the the layman going to this Monday Night Raw. This is their reaction to what happened the night before. Uh, they're rowdy. They're drunk. Uh, they're ready to go. They're playing with beach balls in the crowd and uh, doing inappropriate chants. Uh, and of course, Vince McMahon references it. Uh, JBL references it. That's the craziest uh, thing of the year. Uh, and they, you know, having their cake and eating it too. They they want this crowd to be to be heated up and and not shut up. Yet it, there are some very distinct points in the night. Uh, where where th- this got out of hand uh, and and kind of ruined the show. They, they, they took control. Yes, they absolutely took control. But it's also because they were calling them out on all their bull crap. Yep. And you know what? As much as much as it, it could have, it might have derailed the show or destroyed the show to some degree. I think it's. I think maybe this could be a wake up call. Uh, again, to a degree, a- NXT is the better example uh, where they have all the chance and they're they're a presence, but the wrestling and the announcers. Uh, happen as if there was no audience present. Like, this is a wrestling match, and the announcers are here calling it as if this was going to happen anyways, and people happen to show up. Uh, the <laughs> WWE is the opposite. It's like, we need people to show up to, to be involved in the show, and we're going to... The, the the people on commentary, Michael Cole, etc. Michael Cole had a couple of really funny flubs during Raw, uh, misunderstanding chants, uh, or or being fed in his earpiece to say something else to kind of diffuse the chant. I yeah. don't know which, which it would be, but let's just shit on Michael Cole, because it's fun to do. Uh... <laughs> Uh, but they, they're going to reference the crowd. JBL can't help himself but reference uh, that the audience is there and what they're saying. And uh, it, it it's going to perpetuate this. And it's only going to get worse. So, uh, anyways, let's let's see what happened on Raw. Well, it kicked off with Vince McMahon coming out to cut a promo. Now, yeah. the thing about Mania was the Shane and Undertaker match happened. Sans Vince. Really didn't get that. Yeah. And he starts off by you know cutting a promo, getting a Raw, and he gloats about WrestleMania that last night and talks about, you know... To care we shattered of, all the records. And he took care of some business and stuff like that. And <laughs> took care of some business. At one moment, the <laughs> crowd kind of hijacks him a little bit and interrupts him. I, I can't remember what they chanted, and I actually don't have it written here. I, I don't remember either. So, but yeah. Shane comes out beaten to all hell. Yeah, he's got a black eye. Shane, I know for sure the crowd starts chanting, you still got it. Yeah. And the dog barks. And... <laughs> Shane was about to leave and Vince stops him, says no one upstages me, and to prove a point that it would be nonsensical for Shane to, yeah, sorry, it'd be nonsensical for Shane to run raw, and then he lets, and then the crowd starts chanting, let him run it, yeah, and then Vince is just like, okay, that actually actually fed the decision, because the crowd wants it, boom, you know what, it works, I was going to do it anyway, yeah, that's right. So the entire match the night before. Well, what was what about useless. a year and a half of Roman Reigns booze? Why doesn't that convince to do something? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So again, having the cake and eating it too. Undermaker gets his win. Uh, his Undermaker. W. Undermaker. Undertaker <laughs> gets his win at WrestleMania. Shane still gets to run Raw, and uh, turns out Shane runs Raw very similarly to Vince, uh, except he he has some call ups to to take care of. So uh, so Shane's taking over. And we, aside from a couple of vignettes backstage where Shane is a. Uh, one of my favorites is he walks up to I think it's Roman Reigns at some point he's just like sup just like just like that's how he's acknowledging people backstage yeah. uh, that's fun but didn't they didn't go far enough into it and no, Sh- Shane didn't give any reasoning for why he thought this was a, a better Raw booking and when you really look at the card of Raw guess what very similar to any other Raw so what what were we really doing here what are we what are any of us doing here anyways 
it was it was more for Taker than anything. I mean, they, I guess. They, they, yeah, they, they still decided do, to do it. Do you think? So rumor has it that Undertaker is done, or or at least he is done. That's his last WrestleMania. So do you think when it came down to that, they're like the plan was for they, Undertaker to lose? They canceled a bunch of his stuff, yep. a bunch of appearances, and and, and even in uh, in the UK, and he's only doing uh, was was the SmackDown in London. Yes, yeah, the, the very important SmackDown London. Yeah, I really think that this was dropped on them. Yeah. Like, WWE, they had no idea, and Taker said, you know what, they're just going to let me do it. They're, they're not finish it the way I want to. Thankfully, they're not transparent enough about that, uh, so I think they take a lot of heat wherein it might be the talent, not talent's fault, but my, like, if, under, if the plan was Undertaker was actually going to lose and Shane was going to take over, and that was the angle, and they had to, to band-aid it, so be it. Um... But the, yeah, this again, like I said, the theme having their cake, eating it too. Taker gets to win, and Shane still gets the the, the bonus stipulation of running raw. So uh, let's let's look at Shane Shane McMahon's raw. Andrew, what, what what's the first match we had? Well, first match we got, which we're not sure if it was actually uh, Shane's doing or Shane's yeah. doing, uh, but it was New Day. He ran backstage. Uh, New Day, which two members? Uh, pretty sure it was Biggie and Kofi against King Barrett and Sheamus. Now this this match was just a playoff yesterday's. Uh, Biggie tags Kofi. They hit the du- the double team big ending on Barrett for the pinfall victory. After the match is really where everything takes place. Yeah. Uh, after the match, Sheamus gets on the mic, says that there's uh, something wrong with the League of Nations, and they all jump Wade Barrett. They're, they're only as strong as their weakest link. Yeah. And this is Wade Barrett's send off, presumably, as he's done with uh, the WWE. And then we can assume now that there's going to be a program with the Wyatt family because the Wyatt family comes out, and. I guess they're trying to get them over as a face now. Why? I don't know. Maybe, maybe because Wade they, Barrett was holding them back. Yeah. So they 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 clear the ring and Bray Wyatt hits his sister Abigail and Sheamus to end the segment. Now I kind of do like this because they're very polar opposites to a degree. And Bray Wyatt, sure. Bray Wyatt, being we don't know what he is, he can play those the face to heel because he is the guy who just wants to destroy everything. Sure. Whether it's for whether it's for the fans bent, like you know to be a face or to be a heel he yeah. just wants to see the world burn no matter who you are yep. so you know what I can I can, I can, I can, I can get that and the fact that there's only three of them left in the Wyatt family <laughs> after uh, Harper's Harper's injury which uh, I did hear during Wrestlemania week uh, on an interview that Bray Wyatt was speaking that losing Luke Harper was one of the hardest things he's ever had to deal with because Luke to an injury, not not yeah. permanently. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I should say that uh, because Luke was his right hand man. Yeah, and one of the, one of the guys he's toured with for this entire time. Yeah, it's a bummer. So he really doesn't know where to go. Like he knows how to do his yeah, now, job. Yeah, now he's got to talk to Eric Rowan. Yeah, but he's, he's kind of lost. He's been on the road with him and everything else, and now he's just really unsure mm-hmm. of everything because he's just got a different group that he's dealing with. Interesting, but. I I I know what. Let's. Uh, I'll give them the benefit of a, doubt, of a doubt on this one. We'll see where they go. Yep. New Day might just c- completely perform a switch here, and go and go against someone else. Yeah. And with Enzo and Cass, I mean the Dudley Boys thing could be involved in that too. It would be interesting. Enzo and Cass and Dudley Boys should be at least be a month. That should be at least be a month long. Be a month, thing. and then go to. Um, oh, I can't remember what the next pay per view is. Uh, payback. Payback. I guess is is next. Yeah. Which I'm a little sad about because I think I'm actually out of the province. During payback. During payback. Well, so... thankfully, with the WWE Network, you're never too far away. I'm never too far. As, okay. long, as, as long as the the uh, the Wi-Fi doesn't fail me. Yes, you'll be watching I payback. Will be. We're, we're, you're, is that during? 
Uh, you're going to a convention, right? Yes, uh, going to Calgary. Oh, they have internet there. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we'll, be, we'll, we'll be doing teardown. Oh. So not to mention, I'm also not staying with family at that point. I will probably be back at the hotel trying to wait for the early the next morning when we have that 14, 12-hour drive back. Yeah. Ryback? Ryback. <laughs> drive back. So 14, 12-hour Ryback. I don't want any part of that. Uh, all right. So Shane McMahon's Raw continues. Uh, it continues on with... Uh, sorry, my apologies. Vince McMahon. It's okay. You, you're uh, probably are you reading the thing that has like all the paragraphs? That's like yeah, it's a little always it's, super goofy. It's, to, it's, it's a little yeah. confusing how they line this up. Uh, Vince McMahon is in the back, and it's just, he's getting his limo to leave. Yeah, and he's approached by Renee Young, and he says that he's leaving because he doesn't want to have to watch Raw and the disaster that it's going to be. Now, that was really <laughs> really quick for him to leave like that and to say, "Yup, you're in charge." Night, everybody, and walk off. Yeah. I really thought there would have been kind of more of an exchange between the two of them. Or his limousine would have exploded. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! As the night, yeah, it's a different location. Yeah. As as, as the night goes on. Yeah. But. Again, like, there's so much, the the table of opportunity uh, in the writer's room of the WWE is overflowing, dude. Like, if, if this was a real angle you wanted to build up, yes, you keep cutting away to Shane and Vince, and the crowd, as they like each segment that Shane is putting on, Vince, you, you see his reaction or whatnot. Instead, they just cut him out of it. He just leaves. Um, and then, for as little as you see Shane backstage as well, it's just... it. Like, if you turned in, tuned into Raw halfway through, I don't even think you would know Shane McMahon was running Raw. I don't even know if you, you would know that was a, the stipulation there. So... Um, Anyhow, Star Wars just turned off. It turned itself off. Yep. Well, after that, Sasha Banks and Summer Rae had a match. It was really, really awkward because sure. it started off with, with so Summer Rae talking, like just calling out Sasha randomly. R- rumors that Sasha actually got someone injured in this match, too. I don't know if those have been cleared up yet. There, actually, you know what? It was really weird. There have been zero updates, but there's been no evidence to support it yep. either. So, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence here. and I mean, her not being on SmackDown uh, really, really Sum- didn't... Summer Rae is... Uh, Believe it or not, not a terrible wrestler. She she's adequate. Uh, so it it it's, it'd be odd. It'd be, yeah. It, it 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 was it was really odd. It was it was a squash match. She called. She basically says Sasha Banks is garbage. Sasha comes out, <laughs> tells her that whether she lost the match, but she's still the boss. Yeah. And she uh, had a dream. Sorry, I Sasha reverses a pin it. into the bank statement for the win. Yes. Sure. We go. Yep. That's, Sasha, that's fine. Sasha Banks squash yep. match. That's what it was. Now they don't do a lot of those in the WWE. So by all means, no. squash matches. Go <laughs> go ahead. Now we knew this night would be about change. We knew we, we expected. <laughs> did, did we? <laughs> I, I expect the change. All right. And we got what, what they called Shane McMahon controlling Raw, and yep. conveniently Apollo Cruz is there to fight his former NXT, I guess, opponent at one time or another, Tyler Breeze. Sure. Now, this was going to be a squash match again. Did, did they really cross over? It would have been like like Tyler Breeze would have been on his way out the door. Uh, no, they had, they crossed over for okay. for a short period of time. It was about two three months. I uh, think. So Paul Cruz is of course from NXT, uh, a, a stocky build like a really built up guy, but very athletic. Now my thought behind this is that they called him up for the to, to test the waters, but not only that because he's he is a moderate aerial man. Yeah, that he could fill in a little bit for Neville in that regard. Yeah, yeah. As, yeah, as more of not a not a gimmicky guy, but a guy who's going to pull it. You know, like the, what, what was it? The uh, or we can uh, just have him like the standing the standing moonsault. Yeah, 
Yeah, like to doing a backflip out of nothing. Like yeah. that that stuff's cool. That, and, I, for, and, and for yeah. a man his size, that's really impressive. Yep. Uh, so he'll just be fighting uh, Dolph Ziggler and Ryback uh, every other week on <laughs> SmackDown. So look look for that. Uh, this seems like his official call-up, too, which might be a little soon for him. Um, but sure. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, Shane McMahon pulling out all the stops. Tyler Breeze match on Raw. Now, Reigns, we knew this was going to happen. Reigns comes out and cuts a promo. If you want to call it that. Now, he, <laughs> yeah, he echoed. He, he came out to booze. Yeah. Uh, there were a little bit of cheers, but more, more, there always more, is, more, more cheers there than There always cheers. is a little bit of cheers. And he acknowledges the crowd by uh, booing him. He says, and he just repeats what I think either Cole or GBL said the night before. I'm not a bad guy. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. Now, sure. he is Vince's guy. Let's just clear that up. Yeah, I am Vince's guy. Uh, and he just gives an open challenge to anyone who wants to take the title. Uh, Jericho comes out. I think AJ comes out. Owens comes out and Sami Zayn comes out, which is hilarious because Sami Zayn has just been there for like two days. So, yeah. So but, he's there. He's, he's but, but he, yeah. but he comes out and does this thing, and really the group just starts fighting each other. And in the back, Shane calls a fatal four away for the number one contendership for Reigns' title. And I found that really interesting because the four that were there, we knew there was going to be a change in direction yeah. to face Reigns, and that would no matter who it was, okay, except for Jericho because he's already established for years. But it would be funny if it was Jericho. Oh, yeah, it would, I would have ticked. <laughs> if it was anyone other than Jericho, there was a chance that it was going to establish someone else. Yep. And that was the really, real interesting thing for me that really started to pick me up when I was watching this Raw. Yeah, especially knowing that that was coming at the end of the uh, at the end of the show. Uh, so, good for you, WWE. You scored a six uh, on the, on this particular segment. Uh, so we have the fatal fatal four way to look forward forward to. That was a weird sense. Yeah. Fatal wow. four way to look forward to. Yeah. Weird tongue twister. Yeah, a little bit. But after that, you know, we got the announcement of the Fatal 4-Way, Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler. Sure. It ended in a double countout. Uh, Corbin comes out, uh, cuts a promo. Oh. Which is, is, which is interesting. I wouldn't even call that a promo. The end of days is nigh, Andrew, uh, he, which is also his finishing move. He just so. kind of muttered. Yep. Mutters a mutter. And he, he, he did what he had to do. He and the minute Ziggler comes out, you know it's going to be kind of something really stupid. Credit where credit's due. Baron Corbin had that terrible crowd to deal with and got through his promo fine. So, well, they had no reason to go after Corbin. I guess not. <laughs> screw with him. He hadn't done yeah. anything yet yeah. to deserve it. But he, the match begins in the ring. Eventually, it finds itself outside. They both get counted out. What I thought was really, really interesting was the fact that he kind of plays to the ref at this and says, "Like, what happens now is on your head." Yeah. And then uh, hits murder the, Ziggler. He murders Ziggler. He hits the end of days on Ziggler on the outside of the ring, and you know Ziggler is out. Yep. And you know what, Baron Corbin, I I don't like him. I don't hate him. I think if, he's an interesting. If every pace, Raw but... he comes out and end of days someone, and it, it is respected as a finisher, and he puts them out with it. Uh, sure. That's that's how you that's how you get someone over. That's you know you can put anyone over that way. You take any special move and make it work. Make special specials again? Yeah, like if AJ Styles was Styles clashing people and it would actually knock him out and it was a pin every time? Uh, yeah. So hopefully that's what they're, they're going with here. Baron Corbin appears to be full-time, I guess, now. When it, whenever, whenever he's done his NXT program. They, 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 they have the slow yeah. crossovers. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll be... Of course, they pre-tape, too. So Of course. Uh, so, so there you go. Woo. And now Woo. we get Kevin Owens saying he's going to destroy the Roman Empire and take the right. WWE Heavyweight Championship. Kevin That's... Owens backstage is always good. We, we didn't mention that he was selling the leg 
the classic after oh, pay per view Kevin Owens selling. Only one truly yes. selling the fact that yesterday yep. was WrestleMania. He's doing he's, he's doing the deep breaths through his nose that he does, and he's limping. And you're just like, man, Kevin Owens never stop. But the best part of like the short promo was the fact that he immediately just says, "I'm going to destroy Sami Zayn." Like he has this yeah. this urge to hate kill Sami Zayn. Yeah. And we should and, and, and we said we said it before. And if it's not known, they are good friends. They've been good friends for years, yep. going back to when they were, I think. In their teens more so than the that. feud for the NXT title like if you're not familiar with NXT and, and what the, the real beef here is uh, I, I think a vignette would do wonders for putting Zane over at this point uh, it, well, they should revisit it absolutely they, they need to I don't listen the people who make those video packages whenever they put anything together no matter what it is it's always done very very well they're, they're masterful editors when you watch something like the Monday Night War and you see how that is put together you're like this is super professional it's presented in the best possible way I don't I don't know you know with, with all this archive everything they can mention one thing specifically they cut right to it it's fantastic they need to do more of that uh, to put people over especially if the announcers aren't going to do it if the announcers are just going to keep mentioning just the the bare bones, shallow facts about Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. It's not it's not going to do it. You need to show uh, show the NXT feud. Show when Zayn first came in uh, to to the WWE before when he got his injury and whatnot. Oh, uh, and, and, and unfortunately, they they do a really yeah. terrible job of bringing everyone up to date and saying there is something outside of WWE instead of just referencing this is NXT. Absolutely. You know? If you because if you're just it. watching the main roster, you you. All you know is Kevin Owens hates this guy. You don't have a lot of context as to why. Uh, and it kind of makes Sami Zayn like this enigma, like this kind of outsider that you're like, who is who is this guy with the red flower on his asshole? And why should I care? Yeah. But he he was easily the guy who participated in the greatest match of WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> who is this guy? Is like the weird the weird part of it, right? Like anyway, we we let him fight. No. <laughs> But we're not going to tell you why we let him fight. Yeah, I'm referring to the Nakamura match, of course. Uh, but yeah, anyway, Lita, Lita then has all the female superstars again come out. to do the exact same thing she did. Exact same thing, night. and she she talks about it, introduces the current champion, who then comes to the ring, cuts a promo with the new belt. Uh, the, the, the tries crowd, to cut a tries, promo. She tries to the, the the crowd screws with her. Actually, yes. takes her out of character. No, she's she was finished. Like they actually successfully derailed that promo altogether. So. Good job. She, I don't. She tries. She tries to bring herself back, and then she kind of goes to the heel direction, saying, "Thank you to thank you to all this is this is you know thanks thanks to Sasha, thanks to Becky. You know, hey, we did it. Well, I did it, and I'm like, I, I think she more caught herself there. The the promo the promo itself was fine. Like in a, in a again in a bubble, it would have been fine. But the, uh, she was thrown off by Bailey chance, and I think the problem was uh, is they're maybe coached up on how to react to certain chance, whether it be to completely ignore it. Uh, as a heel, if you want to acknowledge certain chants, I'm sure it's within your power to do so. But maybe she wasn't really advised on a Bailey chant. You're not supposed to acknowledge uh, that maybe Bailey exists. So when she was faced with that and it, it was throwing her off, she didn't know if she should acknowledge it. And I think that's where she she ground to a halt. Like she stopped talking. It's really unfortunate that at this point in dealing with the crowd at NXT, if she hasn't learned not to acknowledge something. No, but like I, I'm. That's why I'm saying like it's not. I don't know if it's on Charlotte's ability to actually deal with the crowd as much as it. She didn't know if she she couldn't say something. I think because it was Bailey Chance specifically that that got her. Okay. I, I think it was like if if they bring up talent that's not on the main roster, you can't acknowledge it for 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 kayfabe for continuity of the show. Yeah. Uh, and I think she was too up in her head about that and just fell because she's been cut plenty of promos. 
uh, in her time. I mean, her dad was standing there. That's always lots of confidence having Ric Flair there uh, to, to kiss or grab a diva when when needed. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, it is reestablished that is the women's belt. Uh, Charlotte uh, puts everybody over and then uh, says, you know, you know, ultimately, it's it, I'm, I'm the best. Uh, Sasha and Becky storm out of the ring. I think at this point. Uh- Sasha leads the charge. All of the women leave the ring uh, behind her, except for Natalia, who grabs the mic and says she's going to teach Charlotte a lesson sure. and puts her in the sharpshooter. Uh, once again, referencing the whole genetically superior, I have the heart of a champion. She said she's going to put her genes on the line. I don't even know what that means. I, 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 I hope... Loser gets the lobotomy. <laughs> loser, loser loses their uh, Levi's genes. That's right. On brand. <laughs> But um, I'm assuming we're gonna we're gonna get a program with Charlotte and and Natty. There's good. No, you could totally expect a payback that there is gonna be a match between Flair and uh, and Natty. I I would I would totally just assume for Charlotte to win again. That's fine. Uh, Natalia gets to to be in that in that picture. That's fine. She, she she's still one of the most solid ro- like on the roster women's wrestlers easily. Uh, and she doesn't work a match the same way that the NXT girls do. When you watch something like on Roadblock, it is a paced match that doesn't have a lot of high spots in it, but is uh, engaging all the same. She works like an old school kind of wrestling style. That is Mm. lots of, lots of like, you know, fast when it needs to be slow, slows down when it needs to be. And and Natty's good for that. And I think uh, a lot of the girls could get, get a good push, good rub from, from Natty. And I, I, you know what, to be completely honest, before Natty is done with wrestling, whenever that is, and I don't think it's ever, she will probably be involved in that company. For a long time, she'll be introducing the when the diva's belt comes back. She'll be the one introducing. It's got two butterflies on it now. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> she, she'll be there for a long time. So it would be nice to see her get that that women's belt at some point. Uh, I don't know if it's in the cards to happen right away. I doubt it very much. But somewhere down the line, like in some kind of bamboozly way, uh, having Natty win it is all I ever want. They can't. They, <laughs> so, they, they, they can't give her a legitimate way. It has to be bamboozled. Of course, that's it's fifty fifty booking, man. That's how that's how it works. Uh, She's next- not strong enough. The power level is not high enough. It's not over nine. It's not over no. eight, uh, nine thousand. That's right. Dudley Boys versus the Usos. We got the exact Ooh. same. Now the tables were set up surrounding the ring. Okay. I had no way. I oh, this is the one with the messed up ending. Yeah. Yeah. Now it was a tables match. Now at this point, uh, this, I, I'm still a little cloudy on on the series of so, events, but I know. So I an know, Uso puts himself through the table. Yeah. They were both yeah. on the table, much like this WrestleMania spot. They rolled off. They went through the tables, and the bell rang. And the bell rang. But yeah. it was, you have to you have to put them through yes, the table. Of course, it's not over. They, they can't just go so, through the table. So the timekeeper uh, rings the bell, yeah. and Bubba goes off on him on, on TV. Uh, and you you see them cut to a commercial, and you can still hear him giving the ref ref crap. Uh, before that, he just grabs one of the Usos and throws him through a table quite violently, uh, and then yells, "Now you ring the bell! Now it's over!" Uh, so, yeah, he was not happy here, and I think this is for a shoot. He was actually super upset that basically the timekeeper blew the match. You can't just ring the bell in the middle of a match when it's not over. Uh, what do you What are you reading there? Sorry, we missed a match. <laughs> so that's why I'm, oh I'm, no! I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is weird. The, the Miz thing. Yeah. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, they cut away, and this is when the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn thing is. So we'll we'll stop there. We'll we'll bring it back. Zack Ryder comes out and gives that uh, sob story about Scott Hall uh, yeah, and his dad. And Miss Miss calls him out, calls him out on it. Yeah, Miss right. comes out wearing the, uh, I don't know what you want his, to call it. His beige. He shops at the Fifth Element. Yeah, 
he comes out, calls him out, says, you know, essentially it should have been his night, that yep. kind of thing. The usual thing. It almost was. It almost was Miz's night. And they, they have, they, they start having, you know, put your title on the line. Cool. Does it. Uh, basically, uh, the match was okay, but it, it gets us outside of the ring and Miz starts mocking uh, Ryder's father, who's in the front row. Who's jacked. Who's, yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's super jacked. And he... <laughs> And it gets to the point where Miz pokes him in the chest. Yeah. And then, uh, not the best part was it wasn't even a punch or a slap. It was just a forceful shove to the chest. Yeah. Which Miz flies back. And the cool thing was I never noticed where Maurice came from. Yeah. If you watch that scene again and you look just behind when you're looking at the commentary table to the right, you see Maurice standing there actually involving herself like verbally in it. Yeah. And there's the, there's the security guard there to make it look real. And then at this point after that, they go back into the ring. Maurice jumps the barrier. The security guard follows her, going kind of like, like really yeah. lightly. Hey, who, who is Maurice for those who don't know? Uh, Maurice is Mrs. Wife, former women's champion yeah. from like ten years ago. Yeah, and it's uh, taller and than Miz, Miz, and Miss and Maurice little... are married. Yeah, but in, she, in real she, life, she removed IRL. herself from yeah from until active, now active, until now. <laughs> yeah, and uh, gets which, in, which in, I think you know I really yeah. didn't think that she would compliment Miz, but she actually kind of does now from what I saw on SmackDown. Yeah. So, you know, it was nice. But before I jump the gun on SmackDown, uh, Maurice came over and smacked Zack Ryder's dad. And then yep. it goes that distracts Z- uh, Ryder enough Ryder for Miz, too. Yeah. R- 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 Miz hits the skull-crushing I like that Miz Denver. actually hit a special move instead of just doing the roll-up pin, which I think is ridiculous. That's his finish uh, now. Roll yeah, the roll-up pin. <laughs> the dirty pin. Uh, and then Miz wins the IC title. And I, I do love the Miz. So, uh, awesome. Um, there you go. And, and, and in the back, and Maurice is back. So the, the the order of operations here is really really weird. Yeah. But in the back, uh, Scott Hall, with the whole photo thing happened, said, "If yo, you know, are you, you should give him a rematch, or are you scared?" And does the whole, yeah, you know, ooh finger thing kind of fades away, and then Miz doesn't say anything, but immediately they were like, "There will be a rematch on SmackDown," even though Miz said nothing. <laughs> Whatever. Well, no, Zach enacted his rematch clause, so it's well, not even up to Miz. But, but see that, but that was just it. Yeah. They they said that they said he's he's uh, enacting his rematch clause. Yet at the same time, uh, Scott Hall Scott Hall in the interview, it's made it seem like he had you yeah. know, he had the choice to give him the match or not, and just faded away. I there know. you go. Maybe if Miz just gave him the match, he doesn't have to use the rematch clause, and then he can use it again later. I don't know. <laughs> it's how that works. Who knows? This is just. It's, <laughs> It's so muddy. It's all made up. But the, the Dudley's Usos. Yeah. So so that cuts away to the thing backstage with Kevin Owens and Zayn. Zayn's being, I believe, interviewed by Renee Young. Uh, Kevin Owens beats the living garbage out of him, puts him through a craft service table, uh, and effectively takes Sami Zayn out of the Fatal 4-Way match. Cut back to the, the Dudley boys in the ring. Well, they're, they're just leaving. Yeah. And out comes another... Presumably having been just arguing with the timekeeper this whole time, from what I understand. Which that wasn't the only F up on the yeah. show. Oh, really? Um, wow, we just talked about it, and I totally forgot to mention it, because it took me off. During the Miz and Ryder thing, yeah. when Lillian Garcia announced Oh, her microphone dies. Yeah. No, it doesn't die. Oh, she... Oh. It didn't die. I found out what happened. There oh. was there was a, a fight. Oh, my God. There was a fight uh, between uh, one of the promo guys standing at the ringside. Uh-huh. Might have been the actual timekeeper. Yeah. And Lillian. Because she announces Ryder's coming out... And she actually almost announces the Miz match before it even happens. She says, uh, versus uh, the Miz for the... And then it doesn't cut out. Yeah. The ring guy is there smacking the apron, trying to get her attention to shut her mouth. Oh. And then she actually afterwards went off 
Like, she actually left the ring when that whole exchange was happening, and she got into a giant argument with that guy. Well, maybe that guy... They were screaming at each other, apparently. Shane McMahon's, uh, Shane McMahon's Raw is a little bit of a mess at ringside. So they were, they were going at it while that was happening. But while, while this was going on, uh, Enzo and, and Cass come out while yeah. the Dudleys are leaving. And they cut a promo. Now That is fantastic. I, I mean... Do you like them? I hope you like them, because I like them. You know what? In NXT, I really didn't. But... They're seeing, captivating. No, yeah, they're ca- they were captivating <laughs> in NXT, but I really yeah. didn't get behind them. But then when I'm watching this now... And I'm seeing how they, they're really capturing the audience and not in a really lame way. And the, and, and he was and like, I, I, of, I really don't like the character of that gangster New Yorker. Yeah, but it's like a cartoon. Like it's but, so but, over the but top. Just, yeah. yeah, I'm, 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 I'm what do you say? Smack talker, Skywalker. I'm yep. gonna, I'm, and I'm going to smack you down with my, my mic saber. Yep. That's, that's more or less it. I thought that was so put that lazy eye to work. He's, yeah, he's, he's gonna slap Devon's lazy. <laughs> don't worry, Devon, because I'll, I'll slap your lazy eye back into place. <laughs> yeah. And he lost it. Now I couldn't tell. Yeah, if that was actually him reacting to it legitimately. Well, Devon just started yelling "son of a bitch" over and over again, which I, I think on PG television is not super. So, cool. so I was kind of like, is he is he really pissed off right now? They just had a bad night. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I They're tired. Like, they had to do two sh- huge matches with the Usos where they couldn't use tables uh, like properly and the I timekeeper just, thing. And I, I was sitting here just going crazy because I'm like, is this legit? Yeah, it's just out there just pissing them off. Uh, but, no, Enzo and Cass, of course, from, uh, from NXT. No Carmella with them, of course. Uh, she's still kicking it back at NXT. She was their valet. Uh, yeah, she's done nothing. You, you would have seen her on Roadblock that when they had their match on Roadblock yeah. there. Uh, again, two guys what that... If- what if that was their test? What if that was the litmus test for them? To, for, well, then they for, passed, because, yeah. yeah, fine. Uh, this is clearly not a promo that Vince wrote. Vince isn't witty in the, in this way. Uh, so I hope that that continues to be the case, that he's he's allowed to just go off on the mic, uh, and then when we get to see them... They didn't fight on SmackDown or anything, right? They haven't actually fought in the ring yet? No, I don't okay. think so. Uh, hopefully next week on Raw or something, we see their debut against the Dudley Boys or something like that, and, and the Usos can get kicked to the curb. Uh, and we can see... Uh, you know the the full package. Good tag team wrestlers uh, that that also can cut promos and whatnot. Uh, Big Cass, of course, uh, gets on the mic too and, and yells his catchphrase, and everybody's yelling things. And they got signs and whatnot. Uh, and I'm hoping they can work kind of a, a, a you know a good tag match against the Dudleys. I think the Dudleys uh, have the pedigree to to go along with it and work work an old school match like that. And I hope it elevates the tag. Like Enzo and Cass might be the guys to elevate the the tag division to, to make those matches as tight as NXT tag matches. Like focusing on different things, making every guy in the ring make you know say what you want about the Usos. Like I guess kids like them or whatever. They're interchangeable. Like when it's whoever's in the in the ring is doing a one on one wrestling match against whoever else is in the ring. Mm-hmm. The other guy is not. Uh, supporting them on the outside again. Watch, watch the uh, the you know the Gable match. Watch the uh, watch how they do it there. Uh, with what are the two guys' names there? Those those two little guys that were the champions that lost. What the hell were their names? Uh, Dash and Dawson. Dash and yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to American Alpha. Yeah, just just solid like timing and pacing and ev- everything's is that's good. A, so that is a. That's a true tag team. Mm-hmm. They know where, where their partner is. Yep. They know where the opponents are. Their yep. timing is down. The guy who's on the outside of the ring is constantly working as hard as the guy who's inside the ring uh, is the big difference. So, uh, Crystal likes Enzo and Cass. You like those two ridiculous dudes. Uh, and again, Stone Cold, to plug the Stone Cold podcast, he has both of them on there for a, a nice sit-down interview, find out where those guys are coming from. 
and, and whatnot, and what, what who their inspirations are. Enzo is a huge uh, Shawn Michaels fan, uh, etc. And how how they ended up finding each other in NXT and, and became the team that they are. And, and, and there's just, cool. It's, it's so super weird how like yeah. polar opposites they are. Yet they work really well together. Plus, they're the generation before things were kind of all, all all good. Like they were in the very competitive era of NXT, where it was very cutthroat and people were not so so friendly with one another. Uh, so they they came out of that. Uh, so good for them, Enzo and Cass. Hopefully, we'll have a thing with the Dudley Boys. Let's let's wrap it up here, though. Of course, we had the the Sami Zayn Kevin Owens thing happen backstage. Was the next thing the Fatal Four Way already? Or? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's Owens power bombed Zayn through a table. Yep. Through a craft service table. No, no, there was thought because after that little uh, rumble in the ring earlier on in the night, that he had actually re-injured his arm yeah. to, to a degree, and that uh, the. F- uh, the fatal failure was going to be changed because he hurt himself. Yeah. Now I I'm still on the fence of whether it was real or not. Apparently, I've heard that he's he's okay. He's okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. He just was selling. Because really he really sold it. Really, he sold it's, it really well. Yeah. It's weird when people actually do their job. Yeah. How uh, <laughs> as a viewer, you're like, oh, is he actually hurt? No, he's just working. He's he's doing his job properly. So AJ Owens <laughs> and Jericho come down to the ring. Now. We didn't know who the fourth person was. We had, there was no idea, and then all of a sudden we get the sirens, the man. Cesaro coming out. He yeah. comes out in a suit. Now that was really interesting because I'm like, oh man, he was like uh, that's what that's what really fed me to think that he it wasn't really scheduled. Yeah, because he's a suit, sunglasses. I'm like, whoa, he is really not ready to wrestle. And then all of a sudden he just it's a tearaway suit. It's a, it's a stripper suit. Yeah. And he comes out into his ring attire, and he comes down to the ring doing his. I don't even know what that that arm ge- that upward it's arm the, gesture is. It's the that's the that's his, I don't know the, the sky punch the machine gun. Uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah, the turret, the turret. <laughs> I don't know, but he but he comes but the, he he joins the match, and you know what? He really worked well for his first match back, and especially Absolutely. in the main event, he got huge pop. Yep, they were super psyched. We got the swing. Yep. Which every, the, the every, triple the triple uh, power bomb there off the ropes or whatever the, yeah we got the triple power bomb we got the uppercuts of we, course oh what, man what, what would Cesaro be without without the, dude the running how uppercuts? fast is that guy going when he comes off the ropes when Cesaro bounces off the ropes he's got to be moving like the speed of sound he's oh. supersonic coming off those damn things and he's a big it's guy. intense yeah he's Cesaro a is big guy for my money my my favorite wrestler uh, just to watch uh, he can work so well with so many people pop popping uh, who did he, did he uppercut. Jericho, or he popped somebody up and hit him with the the big uppercut there, the European uppercut, and it was it was good time. Cesaro was back, baby. Unfortunately, <laughs> he's not able to win the match, uh, but doesn't go out on his back. I believe Jericho takes the pin, right? Oh uh, yeah, Jericho takes yeah. the pin with the Styles Clash, which is something he could not do the night before. Establishing AJ Styles as the number one contender uh, for Roman Reigns' title. Of course, why would you put AJ Styles over the WrestleMania match when Jericho could win that, meaning nothing? And that, that's just the really interesting thing. I can kind of see why because they said, look. We're going to start you coming up here. You're going to get your moment eventually. Yep. You're our future, and we trust you, but tonight we're just going to make you kind of eat it because your time starts tomorrow. Yeah. Your time is now. What, why couldn't it <laughs> just time be... time is up, your time is now. Like, if he's moving away from Jericho, why couldn't he just finish Jericho... Like, finish Jericho off? Why couldn't he just get the win at WrestleMania? Whoa, huge pop. AJ Styles wins his first match at WrestleMania, and the next night he's number one contender. Maybe they wanted to still keep... To give, make him strong. Give Jericho some legitimacy for the future. Saying, look, we, we still want to use him, we still want to keep him legitimate... But, but now I'm supposed to believe that AJ in. Styles can beat Roman Reigns, who has, like, a luck stat of 10, and doesn't lose <laughs> matches, under unless under super... You know, specific circumstances. Um, okay, sure. So that's Raw. Uh, anything really notable from SmackDown? The VOD villains, of course, showed up uh, uh, there. 
Vaude Villain showed up versus uh, Sinkara and Kalisto. Actually, nice to see him in a tag match for the first time in like two months. Yeah. Uh, there was a reason they were a team in the first place. Reigns, Reigns kicked off the show again. AJ Styles versus promo. It's really interesting. I didn't get to actually watch the promo. I caught it kind of cut into to SmackDown a little late. Yep. But uh, understanding that they both are not that great at... Like, AJ tries... And he kind of gets this. Point yeah, I didn't even think about that. You know, like the two most yeah. green promo guys working the. Yeah. But they, but they understand that he's more of a ring. He'll remember, pro- he'll prove it. Remember, the there was a time we were complaining mic. about Seth Rollins' whiny promos. I would give my left nut for a Seth Rollins whiny promo. Well, I would have always given my left yeah. nut for a <laughs> Seth Rollins <laughs> whiny promo. Yeah. Um, but we got yeah, Vaude Villains debuting. We got Natty versus Summer Rae and Woo. defeats. Uh, uh, yep. Summary with the sharpshooter. It seems like submission is the thing to do in the women's division. Sure. Uh, Intercontinental title, the rematch. Uh, Miz retains over Zack Ryder. And Thank God. Maurice, <laughs> Maurice comes out again after Ryder and doesn't really get much of a pop. I like the, the Maurice, uh, when they announced the rematch on Raw, that Maurice was already added to the title card in that crazy pose. Like, it's just like, okay. Yeah, it's like, okay. Like, we, no one knew she existed five seconds ago. Now she has her own promo it's, image. It's just, it's just really interesting though, because like <laughs> looking looking back at her attitude and the way she carried herself with her with her uh, persona. Yep. Back in the day, you know what? It really that's what I mean. It really does compliment. She's a good compliment the to the Miz. Yeah. Because the Miz is so full of himself. So why not? Why, why not? And you know what? Maybe it's nice because instead of ha- having to give him time off, yeah, she's with him on the road. Yeah. So and as far as I know, they're they're fine together on the road. So cool. And listen, like, I don't know if Zack Ryder and The Miz is the program for the entire month. I'll take it. it. Sure. Or you know or, or put a, a third guy, a fourth guy in there and make it a, a stipulation match, a payback or something like that. But uh, but Miz with the title, if you're looking to hand it off onto someone, whether it's back to Zack Ryder and make him earn it, whatever it's going to be. Uh, Miz is a guy, is it will be good on the mic. Uh, did some great stuff with AJ Styles and Jericho and stuff like that leading up to Mania uh, that I think was very understated. Uh, and again, I, I really like The Miz, so I'm going to, you know, sing his praises and whatnot. But he, he's a good guy to hold the belt until you want to put it on someone and go with them. And, uh, you know, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still with yeah. Ryder here. The guy still never really gets the respect he deserves for putting up a whole bunch of crap. Yep. And he's he's a company man. He, he does what the company asks him to do. Ha- have him chase that title all month. Like, have some shenanigans going on. Have Miz, uh, you know, kidnap his dad or something like crazy, like Attitude Era <laughs> shit. Uh, just go go for it. Go with Zack Ryder. Sure. Whatever, just just go with it. Like, just don't don't stop. Uh, Maurice slaps his father so hard that he has a giant dental bill. And that's right. Uh, if the Maurice, his teeth if, fixed, if, 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 it's uh, pay my bill match. Ryder versus yeah. Miz. Like when uh, Vince ate that one Superman punch from Reigns and had to get like reconstructive jaw. surgery or whatever the hell. Uh, yeah. Cruz was back on SmackDown. Vidi Curtis Axel. You know, sure. That's what that, that, that's, that, 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 yeah. that's social outcast. He's working his way up to Ryback. Uh, Lynch has a backstage segment about the women's title. Emma interrupts. They Kick got a, last. They, they set up a match. <laughs> Corbin talks, uh, talking about Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler. Man. <laughs> Whoa. Ziggler. Uh, Ambrose finally w- appeared. Uh, he squashed Tyler Breeze. Like, it was a huge pop for Ambrose, and he just murders him. And now, we were all wondering what Ambrose is going to be doing. Yep. Jericho versus Ambrose. Oh, expect, really? Expect the match for payback. I forgot to talk to you that on the, oh, uh, this, week, this entire week after... Does Dean uh, Ambrose actually get to win a match? He might, you know, he probably will. He probably will. You know what? Jericho had to beat AJ, but I bet you Ambrose is going to go over but against now Jericho. It's, you know, now you look at the booking and like if you're trying to... Okay, so Jericho's stronger than AJ. Dean's stronger than Jericho. Dean would be... What? The 50-50 booking doesn't make any sense, man. It, it, it's at a certain point... Well, you, you want to talk about the way they, the way they do things here? 
uh, after that, Jericho cuts a heel promo in ring, but it looks like it was during the commercial. Okay. Like, for during the taping, so it was never recorded. So he cuts a heel promo for the crowd. <laughs> Everybody and present. Then, and then Owen, Cesaro, and AJ are out for a tag match. Apparently, according to the reports, they all got they all got fairly good pops when they came out. Okay. Which is something new, I guess, in the WWE world, because not, not many of them get pops anymore. Just everyone just kind of stands up or just watches them or has their arms crossed in the crowd <laughs> if you see it. Um... <laughs> And then, Where's yeah. the Cesaro section? It should be good to go by SmackDown already. And then uh, apparently AJ and Cesaro wins uh, thanks to Sami Zayn distracting Owens and AJ uh, rolling him up for the pin, which the roll up seems to be the new way to win. Though it always was. At least, at least, <laughs> at least this kind of starts. You know, it, it shows that they're going for a Zayn Owens sure. uh, feud going into go, the, the oh, long game, back. as it were. Oh, the, the, with the two of them, they complement each other so well. Yep. And after seeing definitively what Sami Zayn can do uh, after the Nakamura match, wow. Yeah, I would say just just let those two guys have at it. Like, for, first match of payback. Just set, set the tone. Uh, have them beat the living crap out of each other and, and go from there. Um, and that was SmackDown? That was SmackDown. All right. Well, here we are, Andrew. Uh, nothing's really changed. Status quo. Status quo is maintained. Uh, sure, we've got new programs with people moving, but WrestleMania, for the bigger picture of things, meant nothing. And I think we need to start accepting the fact that it, it's just a one-night payoff, and then it's on to bigger and better things, hopefully. And that's it. Don't look too much into the, the finishes at WrestleMania. Not at all. At, like, Jericho <laughs> probably won, because, honestly, it's a WrestleMania crowd, and they were like, more people know Jericho. Let's let him win. I think that's it. I think that's really... We're thinking. We're overthinking it. Uh, at a certain point. Um, and that's it. Let's talk briefly about Countdown. <laughs> Countdown uh, is a movie from the WWE Studios. Uh, and it, it made it made some uh, waves on the internet. Because the trailer showed it basically as being diehard at a WWE house show. Uh, in Seattle, Washington. Uh, and most namely the thumbnail of Rusev holding a gun on Dolph Ziggler. Uh, started making its rounds, and people really want to watch that movie. Based, I personally want to watch the movie so, based solely on that scene. Uh, it turns out that that scene with Rusev holding the gun is the only recorded bit in that entire movie that has Dolph Ziggler interacting with any WWE talent. Everything else, other than Kane, obviously, who plays another character in the movie, everything else is uh, a pre-recorded cutaway uh, to different events. Uh, and all of this takes place in the first 30 minutes of the movie. After that, they leave that arena and never go back to the WWE plot. In fact, the WWE plot is never introduced. It's just there is a boy with a bomb strapped to him. And then suddenly they're at a WWE event showing footage uh, that dates back like a year, two years and a half. When The Shield was still together, Daniel Bryan is there. Randy Orton's hanging out. Uh, during the event, they, they show that New Day's fighting the Ascension during what is clearly a house show. They then cut to Brock Lesnar at Raw. They are fighting on the scaffolding above the arena. You can clearly see the arena is empty. Instead of just turning the lights off in the arena, they clearly show that no one is there. It is so disjointed. It seems like they made a piece of shit movie and decided to insert this this WWE side plot to get people to actually watch it. It seems really underhanded. And I watch a lot of these WWE movies because I that's just who I am. Uh, like, dude, <laughs> go watch the Marine 4 compared to this crap. This this was bad. Uh, Dolph Ziggler stars as a loose cannon cop who uh, should be fired and probably put in prison as he pistol whips and borderline murders people on his way to saving this kid uh, from, from Russian terrorists. 
uh, Kane is the chief of police. Uh, there's this really bitchy woman who's just riding Ziggler's ass the entire movie. Well, and I never got to watch the ending, but it's like what he grabs the the piano. He mysteriously has piano wire. He Garrett wires a dude yeah. at his home to get information. <laughs> the guy, the guy he arrests at the beginning of the yeah, movie with the weird lips. Uh, I, yeah, man, that I I don't even suggest continuing to watch that movie. It seems like a bunch of. A, like it seems like five or six different things where Ziggler needs to go find a guy for some information. He ends up kicking a bunch of ass as a cop, mind you. Uh, you know he doesn't have his badge on him, so he's just a renegade with a gun trying to save a kid. Uh, it's bad, thoroughly bad. Uh, you're, the the trailer the trailer is eighty five percent this WWE event that Ziggler is trying to stop this bomb at. That is like I said in the first twenty minutes of the movie, and then never goes back to it. Uh, and and is super underhanded to get people to, to watch this movie. The the thing with Ziggler and and Rusev is all in the trailer, basically, except for the Lana cutaway. And I think that's because when they filmed this movie, it was during the Ziggler Rusev feud. Uh, the timing makes sense on that on a movie production. So this this is uh, a deplorable feature. Don't watch it. Uh, th- there's plenty of good uh, worth your time WWE uh, m- movies. Believe it or not, go watch Condemned One. That movie was okay. That's a stupid movie. Stone Cold. It's on an island full of prisoners that have to kill each other for for a reality show. Yeah, sign me up for that crap. That sounds awesome. Uh, anyway, that's it. I got nothing else to say. The countdown was one of the worst movies I've, I've seen in a long time. And not not just... It's not even Ziggler's fault. He's passable in a WWE Studios role. That's not the problem. Uh, the issue is the plot. Like, holy crap. <sighs> Straight to DVD. Yeah, the uh, the the week to week quality of the show is starting to seep into their movies. <laughs> Apparently, that was bad. That was really bad. So don't don't be bamboozled by Countdown. Uh, anyone who goes out and buys the, buys the Blu-ray is uh, is a real sucker. Why don't they have the WWE Studio movies on the network? That's a good question. Yeah, that's a really good question. That's actually, a fantastic question. Thank you. Um, yeah. Huh. Seems a little weird, doesn't it? Especially when it's their product. Especially, like, the older ones. Like, dating back ten years now, you have WWE movies you could be you could be tossing up there for some added content. Don't you own it? You produced it. Well, how does that work? That's a... Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, hmm. we'll, have yep. to, we'll have to ask them. Yeah. I'll <laughs> I just... That, I, I actually came across some news. Oh, did you? Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura could be injured. Aw, oh, damn it. Well, it's it's almost like he wrestled every day last week. Uh, apparently, at an NXT show in Columbia, South Carolina, uh, that was their he, big one. He took yeah. a mo- he uh, took a moonsault in the match against uh, Manny Manny Andrade La Sombra. Oh. Apparently, afterwards he didn't move, but he did defeat the Drifter. So, well, he was well, yeah, but that was yeah. that was recorded a while ago, <laughs> and uh, he was checked by the ringside doctors for about two minutes while the wow. match stopped. Apparently, his injury status is still unclear. However, there is an, it is known that he suffered a significant cut during the match. Huh. So they actually, from the sounds of it, it's even unknown what his status is right now. Interesting. After taking, after taking that moonsault, he wasn't moving. And I know he can sell after watching that Zayn match. Yep. But that's a little scary to hear. Yeah. Yeah, that's no good. Well, if you, you know, at a certain point, if you're matching up with, you know, Zayn's one thing. But if you're putting him with relative nobodies... To, in a squash match, even uh, why why is someone doing a moonsault on your huge talent? Why is that necessary? Why why are you matching him matching him up against yeah. the Sombra? Well, I guess you couldn't put him up against Joe. So, like Cruz is gone. Yeah, uh, w- wasn't there a tag match with Finn Balor or something? I was seeing on Twitter something with Nakamura and Balor. 
We're, we're like together or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. I actually never see that. <laughs> NXT's just like dream booking. You just like put any any characters together and just well, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, that's what they seem to do for the live yeah. shows. They really just kind of mix everybody up. I mean, Corbin was doing a live show, I think, on Friday night. Oh, weird. So. Anyway, uh, that's WrestleMania, that's Raw, that's Countdown, and SmackDown. We covered both downs. <laughs> we doubled downed this week. Uh, that That's Sultan's the Slam, more or less. Andrew, do you have any last, last thoughts on WrestleMania at large? Watch it once and never watch it again. I guess. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was it's it was good to watch. It it's, was it was it, it was, was entertaining yeah. during, but going back on it now, looking back on it, you're like, yeah, none of it matters. It's, I uh, will if I have the network on in the background while I'm doing something, it's fine. Yep. But there was nothing really to go, man. I really need to watch this mania. Yeah, and no consequences heading out of it, uh, especially now that with Raw in the review mirror, uh, when you really realize that oh, uh, that was six and a half hours of that, and yeah, tighter uh, NXT. Basically put it on the line, where she's like, listen, you don't need six hours of wrestling, you need two hours of badass wrestling, uh, and that that's that people will me- remember it way more uh, than than WrestleMania 32. Anyway, that's it, I guess. We're, we're just getting text messages here now. We're popular, crazy. popular guys. Uh, from from Andrew's basement here, that's the Sultans of Slam uh, for April 10th. We'll hopefully be back pretty soon, hopefully some cool stuff will happen in wrestling, and we'll uh, we'll want to talk about it. Uh, otherwise, at very least, we'll, we'll talk to you before payback. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you check Facebook? I didn't check for, for user questions at all. So. I didn't either, actually. All right. Well, if we miss them, we'll get to them next time, and I apologize, but we're running long already. We've done two 50-minute segments here, so uh, it's almost as long as a raw, uh, raw at this point, and we don't want to subject people to that. No, so. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, that's the Sultans of... Slam! And welcome to the town! Come on and slam! You